Live from the Macaroni Mansion, located in historic South Philadelphia, Vinny Paz presents the Brawl Street Breakdown, featuring OG Gavin, Sicko, and Professor Pablo. With tonight's special guest, Winchester Ghost. Musical guest, Hatred is Purity. From the San Diego Zoo, Powers. The comedic stylings of the pastor's husband. And me, your host, Tracy Sizzle. That's hard. I, I like you. Yeah. took all, tw- all Twitter gimmicks. Yeah, what the fuck is Tracy wow. Sizzle, man? That I don't know. I don't yeah. Tracy Sizzle only comes out after dark. Is it a man? Is it a woman? You don't know. Wow. Come behind the curtain and find out. I don't think I want to know. Is that I like how it he was... says old J. Gavin. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even catch that. Oh, I caught it. God bless his little so, heart. You know, I got to say, too, uh, uh, when we were, was waiting to leave the house, me and the wifey were watching... Uh, Jeopardy, uh-huh. and one of the clues slash answers, uh-huh. the 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 answer was red herring, uh-huh. and I I said to Sean, I was like, do you know that is Pablo's favorite saying? It's his go-to, and he's never used it right Probably. once. How did I not use it right? She's like, that doesn't surprise me at all. He loves it's the it's red. it's your catch-all for anything. Everything's a red. Everything's herring. a red herring. See, you're dressed like a red herring. And pretty I, much, cross flag red, red so herring. There you go. we're back this is episode 47 lot of mercy 47 of the broad street breakdown (coughs) we're almost 50 which seems fucking crazy yeah um so yeah what's the half y'all sicko what's going on what's the word Man, you know, same old, same old. Same old. My my big story was right there watching Jeopardy with wifey. So I'm out. That's that's my material. (laughs) Professor Pablo. I just had a birthday. I'm feeling pretty good. Hot. Thank, thank you. Happy, happy. I was happy, then I was sad. I was sad at the end of the night, a little bit, right? So, typical birthday. Everyone's all good. You do the cake with the kids and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh. What Facebook kind of, was all a buzz. What kind of keck? Facebook was a buzz. Cannoli cake. Wow. Cannoli fucking ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. And then the mother-in-law. No, no, no. From Giant. It was still good. Okay. And then the mother-in-law also dropped off a Jewish apple cake, which oh, was bad. Right on. Too. Right on. So uh, did that. You know what I'm saying? And the wife gave me a little present under the covers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I'm, so I'm checking Facebook. Come with, on, dude. You know. Did you get an ice cream I got, no, I got a cannoli cake. Just as good, OG. So then I'm checking the Facebook. Everyone's showing me love. Right. OG showing me no love on Christmas. Is it as good as this? And then look what happens. Wow. To make up for it, comes correct. I had a feeling that was coming. Come correct, look OG. That. Making it right. Wow. I like that. I was all upset. And then the next day I was like, OG, you didn't think we should have a birthday. He's like, oh, we got heat? I'm like, do, I'm like, do we got Latino heat? That's not what happened. That's not what happened. <laughs> See, when you tell stories... That I know didn't happen that way. I question other stories that I'm not. <laughs> you should question everything I'm saying. I hit you the next day because I wasn't. It's really, over by then. I wasn't really on Facebook the day that I know that I did notice. I gave Chris. I told Chris. I said, "Look, maybe he's not on Facebook at all." Yeah, I was. I, I feel like I looked at it once that day. A text would have helped. Oh. Well, I, in all honesty, I didn't really realize it was your birthday until the next day when I went on. And I Jackie saw... Brown wished me one, though. So you, were but you I not wasn't talking? on fucking Facebook. Don't lose your voice over. Relax. <laughs> anyway, you gave me the cookie puss. I'm going to let it slide for now. Oh, I hate him. So I, I fucking, then I posted on your thing the next day. And, it's, but the, it was good, though, because. picture 
ever of the two of us. Uh, my face is a little blotchy, but uh, uh, it's still a good picture of us. That was the the origin of orange hair. Oh, orange hair. Or what, 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 yellow what shirt. Yeah, whatever it was. And <laughs> the origin of that. That was the origin of when we started calling you a shitty name. Uh, so I hit you the next day. The positive Very part was that. What the fuck's wrong with you? The positive part was I had two days of love because then. All the other people did, didn't know gave me love, so I had two days of birthday. So yeah, you don't do the yeah, gimmick where it shows up. Facebook like, knows everything about me. I figure that's one thing I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want them when to know. Somebody, yeah, but when someone does the belated, then you get more love. That's what I'm saying. Right, yeah. right. There you go. Thank you very much. What that's I perfect. hate is like, like say he does the belated John, and then people jump on his. Like, bull, you're too lazy to write your own. Like, write your own that's happy what, birthday. That's what he did. People jumped on the OG thread. That's what I'm saying. I hate yeah. that. Like, write your own happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, you're a trendsetter. You are. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think that they, 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 we need to get money from Carvel because that seems to be the official birthday keck of the show. It's like, the best. Everybody's that's gotten the one. second ice cream keck. That's what I'm saying. In like three months. And I got pictures from your kids. They drew me pictures. They looked awesome. Oh, yeah. I'll post them up. Some great art. Yeah, they're going on the wall. Wall of Fame. Kaylee did homework until five minutes before you guys got here. And she's like, I'm not drawing it. And I was like, it's fine. <laughs> and she had bodies to, to bury, so she didn't have time yeah. for you. Yeah. Understandable. I got, I got one from Kay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's been said. OG, what's the what's the deal? Uh, ice nothing. cream cake? I bought Pablo an ice cream cake, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I did all week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I did all week. Still, uh, I feel like everybody is, like everybody on earth is sick. <laughs> I'm not. Um, it'll hit you. Yeah. It'll get you. I got hit around Thanksgiving time. I oh, was, well, yeah, then you might I was done, though. But, yeah, it's around. It's around. I think, um, yeah, like I fought what I did. Sometimes it's a good idea to fight it off, and sometimes it's just a good idea to let it take that L. Yeah, and just yeah. J- just buy that. And j- you know what I mean? I've been fighting it off with like Gavin does the vitamin C gimmick mm-hmm. where he eats seven thousand a day. And he thinks right. it's magic. And he thinks it's magic. Yeah. I ain't been sick yet, fuckers. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. About. I I do the same gimmick with zinc. Yeah, yeah. I never do nothing. I just. That's There's why pe- you're you, pal. Well, I guess it I is. Know what that means. Yeah, that's why you're you. That's why you're I you. I only been sick once this year, though. So, well, must I, be doing you know something. How many right? times I've been sick? None. You know how many times I got sick last year? None. All right then. Vitamin C. I'll. I take uh, herbal supplements. We'll say, and I think that has a deal with warding off the sickness. That's hmm. my secret. You keep telling yourself. That, <laughs> Hey, any rationalization, I'll take it. I mean, all right. Who do you think? I'm chucking a question out here. I'm calling it on the fucking. I like this. You calling in the ring? Yeah. Chuck it out. Give me off of off rip. No fucking no no. This is top three best hardcore singers. And you can chuck in like a punk rock guy. I don't I don't play that fucking game. I hate that game. Off the top of your head. Singers or Singers. general front men? I don't care. Going strictly on the voice or the whole oh. presence? Whatever you want to do, pal. All right. It's up to you and your fucking weed. I'm going to go John Brannan. 
Somebody in the middle and Paulie. Sheer Tower. Right. HR. Uh, uh, it's hard to do off the top of your head. What's his name? From the Dead Boys. Stiff? Stiff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like that. Um That's interesting. And uh it's an interesting pick. Out the box. I like it. Homeboy from uh, Discharge. Ooh. What's his name? Carl? Why am I thinking Carl? I think it's Carl. That's Breakfast Club. No. <laughs> Who's the singer of UK subs? Charlie Harper. Yeah. yeah. They're playing. Real Dude, Charlie Harper is like 9,000 years old. He's 72. And they're looks it. here? He, they're playing New York. They're always playing. Mm. It's crazy how much they play. With Why can't I think of Homeboy's name from Discharge? Colin. Colin. That's what I'm thinking. Well, if you name enough British-sounding names, true. It. it was either Colin like or Carl, Ian. Carl, Carl, Colin, Ian, Ian, Ian. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Ian Hogg. <laughs> no, that's Sir Dennis Eaton Hogg. Yeah. Pablo. Hey. Isn't it Tez? No. This motherfucker's on Google. You just said no blah blah. Oh, is that what he said? I was looking at yeah, something no else. No blah blah, man. Oh. Just fucking on the what top the of your head. Fu- What's the question again? <laughs> oh, Yo, God. everything. It's like. <laughs> Wait, make sure you put that record scratch n- noise when you edit this. Sure. Because you just brought the whole thing to a grinding halt. So what we're saying is. I'm first, second, I'm the only one who glances over at this motherfucker. He's yeah, always fucking sniffing more. around. Yeah. I'm busy gotta, thinking. You know what it is? His fucking he set it up where his bullshit area mm-hmm. is almost like a fortress of solitude. Right. And he he gets over. I'm right? on the Star Trek bridge trying to fucking set things up. What's it sound like? If you if he was where you were, we could all come around. Yeah, it'd be done. Proceed. So we said hardcore? Hardcore punk. Whatever. Whatever. I mean jello. It's forgiven. Yeah, obviously. Um, say Milo from the Descendants. Boo. No cell, no, no cell. No <laughs> um, really nice guy. Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say it as a joke. I, I mean, he was amazing. I'm, uh, right now, I'm thinking about live stage press. It's not albums or anything like yeah. that. Is what I'll, is. I'll, I'll put good. Danzig as my number two, but Paulie's number OG? one for me all day. Number two, really. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Love him. Love his voice. He's corny as fuck. He's man. mad corny. In the Misfits? When they in were, everything. Oh. I see. I I'm think okay he's mad corny that. in the Misfits. Nah, I 80, don't care. It's live shows from 82. Yeah, look, I'm okay with that. Look, I'm okay with Misfits. Not so I don't care either way. Solo dancing? Ooh, fuck. That shit's rough. But I love the voice. That's all I'm going on with him. The other two? They got it. Rollins, Rollins, Rollins. You throwing banter? Yeah, Rollins. Paulie all day. Rollins, I'd put in there. Well, we're talking banter. I'm putting Cronus in. Ah, oh, yeah. Fucking Ray. Ray is a good front man. Ray's got banner. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> His album should be called Banner. Um. <clears throat> break down, break down the banner. <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> I like that. As a matter um, of fact. I'm going to go Brandon. 
this is tough because it, I've it's, never it's seen what, them live. So it's, what, that was, it's that like was, the kind of it's the kind of mood you're in, you know. True. I'm shocked that there's such an obvious one with you. I'm definitely going Brandon. I'm going uh, right this second. I'm gonna put um, Jerry A. Mm. Uh, Angry Anderson. Uh, a little, he can really sing. Yeah, it's a different world. I think. Uh, as an aside, I think that's the best name of ever of all time. By, by, by far, like that's the greatest name ever. I'm I'm in shock. <laughs> That you're up to number three and haven't named this person yet. Uh, Gary from the Foreskins. Okay. No Leiden? Nah, it's different for me. It's a different deal. In a weird kind of way, he can sing too. Yeah. I'm talking motherfuckers who are just killing it. Uh, all right. <laughs> he killed it. And I, it, it, my argument for, for Paulie. Is the Pauly can really sing too? Absolutely. But at the same time, yeah, the 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 coffee stuff and the Salome mm-hmm. uh, B side of that right. seven inch mm-hmm. is and, that's and fucking beautiful. A lot of the the older Shirtar's got that too, where he did both, you know, and where he switches that voice thing. Yeah. Um, but his his like I'm doing air quotes here. His hardcore voice is still. To me, the best. Oh, yeah, had. yeah, yeah. Jimmy from Cham. Um, I don't know. I'm going England in my head. Now. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, I mean, I've never seen footage of the foreskins to know. I don't think there's much. There's off the top of my head. There's a well. They did a reunion thing not too long ago, ten years ago, whatever. But from the original lineup, um, with Gary singing, there is grainy footage of them doing Evil. I think maybe one other song. I've never but seen it's, it. The footage is so bad you can't even really watch. Yeah, it. that's that can and. After that, uh, Roy took over for them before he did Last Resort. He's fucking... He's gone. Yeah, man. Gone. Yeah, all day long. I might have to put Minor Threat in in there, too. I mean, his his hardcore voice, to me, was always amazing. Yeah. And like, right. to the point where I didn't care what he was saying. I got no beef with what Minor Threat did. Yeah. At all, yeah. you know. Even lyrically, they were okay. Yeah. It, but his voice, like I guess, in my head, in my earliest days of of you know discovering hardcore, if you had to have like one sound that kind of identified, like if, like if an alien came down and they're like, "What is this thing?" It is hardcore. Like that to me, at a certain time in my life, that the sound of Ian's voice was the perfect example. Mostly because that's all I knew at the time, but it still resonates. It's funny for a dude who didn't sing; he still had a weird sense of melody. And absolutely, absolutely, hardly a good alien accent to go. I know (laughs) Uh, it needs work. Des era Black Flag. Des, yeah, Des all day. 
I mean, I would put well, Pablo, in there. Pablo said Henry. You know, I, Henry as well, yeah. I feel like Henry was doing... When he was punching fools in the face, yeah, I was mad it, at in that. In the beginning, I feel like he was trying to do Dez, which is cool. Sure, sure. Um, that's fine. But, I mean, even as deep in the Rollins Band era, I yeah. mean, he's, you yeah, know... He was really good. He, he, he found another level. Yeah. I mean, even the record, like, Gun and Mouth Blues, like, his fucking... His voice is shrapnel. It's like shards of glass coming through the speakers. Yeah. Yeah, I got no problem with Hank. I don't think... Um, I agree. I'd go Brandon for, for my number one, though. Ain't mad at that. I don't think anybody's touching him ever. He still sounds exactly the same as he did in 82. That, and that's crazy. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Well, it's funny you said that he sounds like he did in 92. Um, because I sort of wanted to talk about, um, so negative approach. So we're talking 35 years ago and Brandon still sounds the same and there's still maniacs live. And then that, that sort of leaks into them still doing what they've been doing for 35 years. And then what about all these bands that we came up with? I, I think last episode or, or the one before we were talking, at least to you and I, Sicko, we were saying, we don't know if it was 100%, but the last year ter Terror Record was definitely in the running for their best record. Mm -hmm. And it's, what, when, did they, when did they start, 85? When did Paulie start the band? Uh, I don't know. I think 84, and then they started like really putting records out like... Maybe uh, as late as it. When did Just Can't Ain't Enough come out? 88, 87? A little bit earlier. Maybe it was a six or eight. It was a weird thing with that because if I remember right. Yeah, it was like a weird release. The, yeah, the and then there was a reissue or something. There was a yeah. German version. Yeah. Like, I'm actually trying to figure something out about it now because now there's like a German reissue of it on vinyl. Mm -hmm. And the whole fucking link that led me to it's in Germanian. Oh yeah. So I hit Paulie like, yo, I I want to pay for it, but I. Well, you know he ain't seeing no money. It's from not. That. Well, he was like, he was like, Revelation has some of them. Really? And I can't find them from Rev. Huh. So I don't. You know, I just. But it's did, official. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think it would yeah. be official. No, no, no. He he told me like. Oh, good deal. But I mean, I haven't had any luck finding it. But I guess so. I guess what I wanted to talk about. So we're talking about. Um, when was that record? It's 2017. It was 2015, right? 14, I think. Last year, Tyra? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. It was 14 or 15. All right, so we're talking 30 years into their career. And mm -hmm. to me, it's this, uh, uh, like, after Just Can't Hate Enough, by a tiny margin. Okay. That's their, so, easily so their we're, second best. We're both, we're both in agreement that it's up there. Yes. How's that fair to say? Yes. OG, right? I don't, um, for whatever reason, I don't rate Sheer Tower records like that. I don't, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like one one thing thing for me. I have, I have bands like that. I don't. Like um, that. Everybody is quick to say Just Can't Hate Enough is the best record. I disagree with that a hundred percent. I think that Love Songs is their best record that they ever did overall. Okay. If I'm if I'm forced to pick a record. But um, 
the song Ain't All Right on the last record is maybe the best song they've ever done. Right. So it's like yeah, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I can't do that with them for some reason. No, I have. That's not weird to me. I have I have bands or artists that I do that with where it's like it's just this piece, this big piece of music. You know what I mean? Rather than yeah. But uh, yeah. So well, that point in a weird way. Now that I'm thinking about it, I probably overall like just can't hate enough the least of the record of all the records, only because of how I feel like Paul progressed lyrically as he went on. Yeah, not that that stuff's bad or not at a certain level. I just feel like everything he did it kept going up and up and up. And right, up. right, right. So it's tough to compare for me to compare a record from eighty whatever to a record that came out. Two years ago, even though I love that original record, but it's it, it, it's hard because you progress as a person. Yeah, yeah, and you, you know you you learn how to do different things and you learn how to you know whatever the fuck different phrasings and different ways of doing things and different life experience. Yeah, well, you're sure. answering a lot of my question for me, which was going to be how do some people. Um, <clears throat> How do some people that came out of a scene that's, you know, over 35 years old, well over 35 years old, going on 40, 40 years old to this year, um, how has a, a band like Sheer Terror that's been able to, how did those guys write their best song 30 years into their career? And then how are their, how are their peers of, of those guys and not just in and not just in New York, not just in punk rock or hardcore. It could be metal or whatever. What um, you and I have talked about TSOL right. before, and I was like, yeah, those like glammy records always turned me off to them. Mm -hmm. or, what is what is it about an art? What what makes an artist? capable of doing something brilliant 30 years into their career and then other artists that came from that same generation have this landmark record that changed everything and then followed it up with three four or five albums of shit um sh musical shifts uh going into bad attempts at thrash or metal when that's not ever what they were you know what I mean? Not that I personally have a problem with thrash or metal. I know you guys do, but it's strange when a band that's not that does it. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's when your album goes from, you know, a, a really raw punk album, and then your next album's crossover thrash. What? What do you think? In it's, you, a lot of a lot of the people that did that came from places where. You knew, you you were there when everything was created and invented. Do you think some people get bored of it? Do you think some people chase, uh, are basically chasing the dragon? We want to blow up bigger than this small scene, and this is our shot or attempt. But it ends up blowing up. How many people did did it ever work for anybody where they switched their shit up and then blew up? Are you talking back then? Because I feel like back then, 
some of those bands tried to take advantage of the fact that metal was as big as it was and tried to sort of jump on that band. Well, for right now, yeah, let's say I'm talking about that. I mean, bands that did brilliant records in 84 and 85 may have followed it up in 87 and 88 with a record that you're like, what the fuck is going on? There's plenty of bands that didn't. stayed incredible. You know, we're just, we're using Sheer Terror as an example. Agnostic Front had a, a, a bunch of amazing records. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not like everyone did it. Sick of it all. Mm. Same. They had great records. I think, it, I think it depends on the, le- the, the, the your outlook on the band. Because if you look at a band like Agnostic Front, they, they went through a period where they changed every record. They did a different sort of thing. Yeah. But because Agnostic Front is who they are, they always got to pass. Doesn't mean that I don't like you know certain records as much as Victim in Pain or whatever. But that's where my head's at. So it's kind of twofold. I think that some bands were trying to take advantage of of what was happening at the time and 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 trying to stay what they felt was relevant. Yeah. And on the other hand, I'm stuck where I'm stuck. Yeah. So if you're not doing what I what I'm oh, yeah, feeling, what you, want, what you want them to do? Yeah, yeah. So I can't I, I can't sit and dictate what a band should do and not do. You just so know I what you're going to respond to. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that we talked about earlier, and we both wrote it down too, was kind of the sense of <clears throat> excuse me, catching lightning in a bottle. Like yeah. to me, there are certain bands that have that one like defining record and it just seems like as you've watched 30 years go by that as the band has gone their own ways and have done music on their own it just never adds up and that's why i got the feeling that for some things it's it's a complete it's a time and place but it's a sum of the parts absolutely um some bands just don't i don't know if the if if talented is the right word but the individual people in the bands aren't talented or creative enough without the people that they made that groundbreaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you have certain people leave a band and the band tries to forge on and it just, it for whatever reason, it falls short, whether it's your own personal taste or they just make shitty music. Yeah. Like sometimes for some, for some bands, especially in hardcore, because it was such a, come one come all like anybody can pick up a guitar and play this music like you had those records that caught lightning in a bottle they there wasn't supposed to be anything after that yeah and and if they tried it just didn't work for them i don't i don't necessarily agree with that um i think not that you said it but that that anybody can do this thing i don't buy that i never bought that because there's plenty of people who absolutely 1000% cannot do it. I mean, you know what I mean? I know, I know exactly I say, what I know you know what you're saying, right, obviously. Right, okay. But when people say that shit like that's what it was, anybody could have done it. I was like, fucking bullshit. Because th- there were 50,000 bands, there would have been a fucking million bands had that been the case. I think. And, and I don't buy that. There's just some people who don't have that in them yeah they, they it's not the ability to play it's not the ability it's, well, to it's an it factor it's you, you it's right. an artistic can thing. you right can you if if i can draw a picture it doesn't necessarily mean that i can fucking write a song or that i can fucking 
write a fucking what a poem. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. it's it's a different fucking thing. Putting that piecing that stuff together, everybody can't do that. You know what I everybody mean? Everybody can't do and it I well. That's that, for sure. I think that it. It. Not saying you just did this. I know. Again, I know what you were saying, but. I think that when people say that stuff, it 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 diminishes what happened. What happened? Yeah, yeah. And what continues to happen? You know? Yeah. The well, old I mean, lady who lives next door can't pick up a guitar and be in a fucking punk rock band. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but I. And think that's basically what that that frame of mind suggests. Like, oh, it's so dumb. That anybody can do. Well, yeah. guess what, man? Those bands were fucking super creative yeah. and and doing something new at the time. The, everybody can't do that. Well, it's I feel like when when people saw the stimulators and saw an eleven year old on drums, and that everybody can do that logic applied. Well, obviously everybody didn't, or they tried and it didn't work out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I'm sure he's an incredible drummer. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. But yeah. I'm saying if there were young kids at the show that he influenced to try that out, I'm sure a lot of them figured out they couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Right. Of all the bands who did do something, how many fucking tried and didn't do shit? Right. We just aren't aware. Right. Because they tried and failed. Um, you know, and that goes back to like. When you would try to play the type of shit we came up with to someone who was super into metal and it was like, well, these dudes can't play. And I, there would always be this sort of clash of trying to explain that yeah. that wasn't what it was about. You they know what I'm saying? They can play because you tell them same metal guys like, OK, right now, write a song that sounds like this. They couldn't fucking do it. Right. So that in and of itself means that they can play or could play. I, I, this dude I knew like super bully, small Napoleon complex, like wannabe tough guy who, um, do I have to tell you that he went on to become a state trooper, but <laughs> used to do the anybody can rap shit. I'm like, well, I eat off it, so wouldn't you want to, why don't you do it then? Yeah. Why don't you do it then, then work a it's job? It's that same mentality because it's, it's a, uh, just because the music is for lack of a better way of putting it, basic music. Yeah, or simplistic. Simplistic doesn't mean that anybody can do it because they can't fucking no, do it. No, And the same motherfuckers who say that are the ones who, they're the last people to be able to do anything. I know this isn't something we want to get into or, or something that, that y'all particularly care about. Not in the freezer because then we won't be able to eat it. Put it in the fridge? Yeah. Are we going to get pretzels too? We are. So right. it's going to be a. Pretzels and kek? Yeah, it's wow. going to be a, a rough that's an, that's an extravaganza. Yeah. Please hold. I well, think. Um, no, but let me just get, finish this real quick. In terms of like. In terms of the ability to play, I know that that's not something that you guys are super concerned with, but. Um, when you think, of course, the speed is, 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 is next to impossible to replicate of early. 1981 Bad Brains, but those dudes all could play. Absolutely. They, they were playing jazz fusion. They were playing reggae. Um, if you think that um, the guys in Dead Kennedys couldn't play, you're, you're fucking nuts. Um, but again, like, like, like take Bad Brains, for example, and there are people, there are people who will vehemently disagree with me but to me like i'm not interested in the bad brains from i against i on 
Like I, mm. not like I against I to me. Shut up. Half I an hour is half, hate, an, half of a good album. I hate when he does this. Sorry, they're all good albums. Go fuck yourself. In theory, like what have the Bad Brains done after like you know the initial Roar cassette, Rock for Light? I I like everything except uh, the album that they did with the the guy that what I like that Rise album. I don't even know what that yeah sounds with the like. other singer. Yeah, um, I I like the recent stuff. I like uh, the last two albums that I see people shitting on. Uh, is it nostalgia to me? Maybe. Adam Yauch produced it, the one record. It sounds raw as fuck. It sounds like it was made yeah. in the 80s. Um, well, let I, me clarify, too. I'm not going to sit here and debate with you about it, though, like where I'm offended if you don't like it. Well, let me like let them. me clarify. Uh, by saying, saying that, I'm saying, not interested. Like, to me, like, the, the, the speed record-breaking Bad Brains is all I'm interested in. I can't tell you. I can't sit here and honestly say I Against I is a good or a bad album because it's more about my personal taste. Yeah. Whatever right. it is, that's not what I ever wanted from the Bad Brains. Yeah. That's on me. Well, these See, this is the thing where it's like if, if, if people look at my career and what I've done and look at Violent by Design at this, as this landmark album, which it, it has become, and the one that sort of broke down the walls and made us what we are... I, I personally don't have any interest in remaking that album over and over again. So who I am as an artist is in direct conflict with who I am as a, a listener. That's interesting. Because I don't want to... I don't want someone who's like... I don't, I don't want uh, a punk band that I love that was fast and, and angry and hard to then make some sort of complicated... Uh, song with 20 switches you know what I mean yeah. so there, it, it's what I want in music is kind of a direct conflict in what I want out of my music because the last couple records including the one I'm working on now the Deep in the Fallen record I'm working on now with Stoop I'm trying to push myself to do weird shit you know what I'm saying I don't mean change the fact that it's hard or anything I mean change it's like everything i i, I kind of rode this pocket of like 92 bpms my whole career i'm like let's do fast shit let's do mega slow shit let's do double time shit and i'm not sure that i would want people any group in my top 10 to want to experiment at all so it's a direct contradiction to what i'm applying into my own artistry from what i want from other bands you know what i mean but like I look at Slayers the same way, man. Since like 82, you're talking 35 years of like, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, those dudes didn't switch up. It doesn't mean I, you have to like their last few records or whatever. I'm not going to get into that. I don't, I'm not interested in that debate with anyone on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere. I'm a fan of theirs. I always will be unless they give me a reason not to be, which would be, at this point in their 50s, mm -hmm. a virtual impossibility. You know what's funny? It just, just came to my mind. Like, And I'm, I'm of the same opinion with Slayer as you are on that. And I, I wonder if it's just a personal thing. Because another band that comes to mind, um, Bad Religion. Uh -huh. From 80, like Bad Religion put out Suffer in 88, yes. right? And to me, 
everything they've done since then uh -huh. has been remaking Suffer. Uh -huh. Now, that's not a sound I'm interested in. Uh -huh. So to me, Bad Religion is a very cookie-cutter, formulaic band. But at the same time, what I love about Slayer is the consistency. So I got to think... To me, if you're a fan of Bad Religion, I can't see having heat with them. Is that what you're saying? If you love yes. them... Yeah. yeah. I, what the album right after is Generator, right? Probably. Yeah, I love that record, too. I'd say there's probably three in between those albums. I want to say... I thought Suffer was like 83. No, nah, that's 88. Dang. They they went away for a while and then came back with Suffer. Eight, Eighty three was how could hell be any right. worse? Then it's then it goes Suffer Generator then Suffer No Control Against the Grain then Generator yeah okay that's what I mean they kept putting out album after album Wait, and Suffer's eighty eight eighty six okay eighty six wow I would have sworn it was eighty eight um eighty eight my bad thank you. So there's three records after 88 into 91 or two oh, yeah. generator. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like one of them has to be an EP or something. No control in 89 and blah, blah against the grain was 90. All and right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I, so to me, the question is, is it because I like Slayer better? Is there something that they're doing in their it's formula? A, it's a taste. Thing. It's, it's a taste. Just an thing. opinion. What What Jeff brought up about Paul, like I, I'm I'm using Paul as oh, as the shit. the for, like sheer terror as the forefront of the perfect example. <laughs> Stop fighting. Who's fighting and what for? He's fucking making him flinch. Look at that fucking pussy move. Yeah, well, he flinched. Fucking shit. Well, I don't want to get off the topic of what do y'all think? OG kind of started going in on it with the, as some of the hardcore and or punk dudes saw um, with the advent of MTV and people blowing up. Maybe if we bring a more metallic crossover sound. But or. But here's my question. Well, it's not really a question. All right, my brothers were metalheads, okay? Any of those bands that tried to make metal-ish sounding records, they thought they sucked. Yeah. So when you pull that shit, you alienate your original fans, and then the crowd you're attempting... The established crowd. Isn't well, going to like you either because you're too this. So it's like, oh well, no, that's too. That's those dudes still aren't great musicians. That's that's not metal. It's just a different studio, it's different just, gear. Yes, uh, yeah. It's well, overproduced. It, it's an attempt at singing. When like I, th I think the basic thing is someone like Paulie from Sheer Terror is an artist, and. Most of the people, because a true artist is a rare thing in and of itself, and a true artist in the scenes that, that we're into is even more rare because of the idea, the perception that punk rock, anybody can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so many people found a formula and stuck with it, and depending on your taste, it worked for them, it didn't work for them. Yeah. Not many do what, what Jeff exactly described sheer terror has done over the years i i agree with that I, I think although i know why we originally used paul and sheer terror as an example i think he it's a tough comparison because i think you're right in my opinion he's 
on a completely different level than than some of the things we're talking about. I well, I think what he so, so now it's that an we're anomaly, getting, absolutely. Now that we're what getting, Paul has done is an anomaly, gotten better with age. Well, How now that we're getting that? deeper into it, I'm realizing that Paul is a bad example to use in this because he's almost. For me, a, a separate right. It's a, a thing. Absolutely, he's an rarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you put it like I'm, I was saying when you put it against the backdrop of what we come from, it's even more of a rarity because there's a lot. There's a lot of people in hardcore that are great and have done wonderful things. Could never evolve the way Paul has right. done. More so than in any type of mainstream. We music. have to factor in too that, especially if we're talking back then. So these, so we have this band and it puts out this one record and the records we think the record's incredible. Okay, the next record is the the quote progression into whatever they progress into. We have to factor in too that a lot of these bands were kids. Yeah. So. Two years down the line, they may be on a whole different trip. Just because we might not have been right. doesn't mean yeah. that they were. Yeah, absolutely. So they may, as opposed to the trying to cash in on what was was happening at the time, maybe they were just like, yo, you know what? Now we're into this, and this is what we're going to do with the band. I, I think there's evolution, and then I think a, a natural evolution. And then, and this is just... This is going on feel. This isn't going on some documented fact of me talking of to someone. Is. I mean, we, we're all we're, we're but assuming. A lot to of me, don't you think you can feel the band slash album where they were like, "We're gonna try to make this sound like metal." Yes, As sometimes, yeah, to, absolutely. Now, now I know that, like for instance, I me personally, I'm a Quicksand fan. You're talking about Walter, who was involved with Gorilla Biscuits or Youth of Today. And that's a natural evolution of a dude that I was like, I got this. I didn't feel it was forced. Now, OG, you're not a fan of Quicksand, but I doubt that you'd be like, this dude forced this and tried to go. I think he just. No, I don't have heat with any of that stuff. But I know that we joke about that shit sometimes. I have no heat with it. No, it's no. just not my thing. Like right. I said in the beginning, I'm stuck where I'm stuck. Yeah. So if this is what I'm listening to or, or that's what I'm looking for. I, I'm not. I'm not looking for the progression. Right. That's not for me. Right. I'm not interested. Right. Well, I mean, but even if we start talking about hip hop, like, let's say we talk about Cube and NWA, right? Or America's Most Wanted or Death Certificate. It's like, so we're going back 26 years or something like that. I guess he's in, he's got to be what, in his late 40s now? He's a little bit older than me. So, like, wh when, what is the last Cube record that, we were like, this is incredible, but he never stopped. So what's right. the okay? So there's America's Most Wanted, Death Certificate. There was that EP in between, Killer Will. What's then Lethal the, Injection after that, and then after that, The like, Predator. The lethal and oh no, The Predator. That was like ninety two, maybe. It goes. It goes. It goes. America's Most Wanted yeah. was was eighty nine or ninety. Ninety. Then I feel like that was the the EP was after that. Then the EP was right after that. Yeah. Then. America's then death certificate, right? Then predator, the predator, then, then lethal, lethal injection, injection. Mm -hmm. and then I'm out. And then I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of predator. I don't even remember anything off of lethal injection. Half oh, stuff's good. Half, I'm sure it is. Half of lethal injection is hard as fuck. Really good. Yeah, I don't. It's doubt all it. the shit Mugs did from Cypress. Is oh, all okay. the is all the amazing yeah. shit. Yeah. 
Uh, recently, it's popping up. Some of those songs are popping up on Pandora, and I had forgotten about it because, right. for whatever reason, that record didn't stick with me. Yeah, of, because of the bad the stuff, stuff on it, it stuck up until then. Yeah, and I remember having it at the time and being like, "Oh, some of this is good, some whatever, yeah. whatever." Forgotten about it, and some of it's popping up on Pandora now, and I'm like, "Fuck, this right. was all right." Right, right. But but P, like, if we talked about our top five dudes of all time. How many of them are still making records that? It's weird because I, I'm I could be wrong too, but I even think some of them early hip hop guys were old when they came out. So now you're trying to compete with the younger kids, and I mean, uh, to your credit, you've always changed genres quicker than I could. Like I was into the fa- I was into BDK big time. Yeah, the, the fast hip toes you can't fold back and yeah, fold. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, De La Tribe comes out, and you're like, listen to this, and I'm like, it's too slow, I can't listen to it. Right. right. Two years later, that's my that's all I want to listen to. Yeah, yeah. And then the next year, like, no, now you have to listen to L.A. rap. Here's Souls of Mischief. Here, and I'm like, freestyle fellowship. I'm like, I can't listen to that. That's too, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. and then a year later, that's my favorite stuff. And like, so are those those guys, I doubt they're able to adapt either these people that's kind of what i'm saying it's like i'm trying to think of people that adapted in every sense of the word it's like i mean busta is still an animal busta gotta be in like his mid 40s jay in his late 40s you know what i mean M, whether you like his recorded music or not is still a maniac as an mc mid 40s but you know i don't know if if a big daddy kane record came out today would he can he rock? Can he, you know, is he going to sound like, yeah, that's the OG and I'm always respect him and he's one of the greatest ever, but is his shit still, you know what I'm saying? Do, do yeah, you turn? What do you want from a guy like that is the question. Do you want him to put out a record that was like it was back then or do you want him to try and put out something that's I current? think the difference is with hip hop, I don't think if, if Cube tried to make something like that certificate that he could. I don't think Big Daddy Kane, if he tried, could make Long Live the Kane. A lot of these bands we're talking about could revisit that sound and replicate it. Now, I'm not saying would it, right, would right. it hold Ag- up. Agnostic you think Fronted. It's easier? Agnostic yes. Fronted on I the, think so, too. Agnostic Fronted on the last record. Yeah. They... Yeah. Um, Again, they went on the in the they go in a different they feel like they go in a different direction each yeah. um, record and almost dictate to the younger bands where yeah like things where are things go. are going yeah I but mean that I've, last record they did was as close to the early stuff yeah the American got. Dream died fucking yeah. hell that some of that hard. shit is all right yeah I mean I think those guys like BDK and whatever Hi, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. I think they have they have lyrics to spit and then it's up to the producer to be like. Where can I, what beat can I fit this in to yeah. make it sound relevant today? But mechanics and shit but has a lot to do question. with it. Do it's you flow. want it to sound relevant to today? I mean, in my head, it has to sound like it did in 89. Exactly, which goes back to my original point that to a degree, everyone is stuck where they're stuck. Mm. Yeah. And are you, as a listener, asking too much of the artist, like, like a rock him, like Big that. Daddy Kane, to... Make that switch up to be. I think that you can still be relevant on some level without catering to what a current sound is. 
if you're a guy like Big Daddy Kane, you don't need to be, be sounding like whatever's happening right now because you're the motherfucker who started everything. Kane hasn't so had a new go, record since 98. Right. And you can go see Kane tour and he can do the first three albums and he's and, eaten. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe, so if he did make a new record, he doesn't have to try and be relevant to what's happening now. He's not going to make some fucking trap record. You right? Know no, I mean? that's, that's no obvious. No fucking way. But the, the flip side of that is if he tries to re recreate what once happened, is he still at that level of skill where he can make... That's a, that's a separate thing. I mean, it's... it's I think a mistake some people make is they try and sound like what they think people want to hear right now, as opposed to staying true to what they were that made them relevant in the first place. Every person rap-wise that's old, that's what they do. Well, that's what when Hammer did Pumps in the Bump. Like, he no, came how? hard. He Wait was dancing like a fool, and then he came out hard, and people were like, A, how you're not good? hard, B. How good was that video, though? Outlandish. <laughs> like, yo. Like, maybe the greatest video ever Possibly. Made. Possibly. Fucking what was... Hell. It was pumps and a bump, and then he had the other John dropped at the same time, and he was dressed up in Tim's and a black right, scully. Right. And all, you know what I'm saying? And that you were like, ah, uh, I mean, for our <laughs> then entertainment. He dropped, then he dropped the MC and he was just hammer. And then yeah, he was hammer. Right? <laughs> like that to me was like, a planet said this like a hundred episodes ago, like when the old heads dressing like you. Right. And you're like, come on, boy. Right. Like you, you obviously don't look right in broken Tim's and a, and I think a backwards baseball cap. I think another thing that's relevant to this discussion is age. Like if it's someone who was older when you first started listening, like 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 B Big Daddy Kane is not of our generation, but some of these these hardcore groups, these hardcore players, are within like a two three year range of our ages, and I think for me, I'll say at least the ones that have grown have grown with me and I with them in a weird way. I can't see myself growing with somebody who came like. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't feel like like John Brannon speaking directly to me only because there's a generational thing. Like, yeah. I expect him to be of that error. Now, he's another one because the shit that he did after Negative Approach, I mean, it's rooted in hardcore, but it's not, it's not what you would call hardcore music. Uh -huh. And that shit was brilliant. Right. He's, again, he's someone I feel that rises above what people think is the talent level of punk rock or hardcore. Yeah. Like, again, he's an artist. Like he went back to a basic setup of the blues coming from hardcore sensibilities and just mashed it all in yeah. with hyenas and easy action. Then it just, he created this fucking proto white man's blues. That's just fucking mind blowing. Well, the thing is like with age though, and then, then perception comes into play because Eminem and Jay-Z, those dudes were like damn near 30 when they got on and everyone thought they were like 20. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z Jay -Z is 47 or 48 now. He's as old as some of these rappers we're calling old and he is still relevant and groundbreaking. So does it come back to other shit that's 
to intangibles that maybe that dude just stays on top of shit? Because I've heard Jay on songs with trap dudes and he's murdered it. I think it's absolutely... And, he, and he's, he's like as older, older than Kane. It's absolutely intangibles. And I think that's kind of, that's what I was trying to say, the nature of the artist. Like yeah. only a true artist can do that. And that's a rare thing to have. A huge world. thing with me, and this is applicable to all music, is... The old, I'm going to disappear for 10 years and come back. And it's like, yo, man, if you didn't hip yourself, you're going to come back and it's it's going to be, so, you're going to be archaic. Right. It's like, if you disappear for too long in any subculture and then come back and you're detached from it and then try to reattach yourself, I don't know how well that's going to work for you. I, I've seen it. depends it. unless the, it, it, if they go back to what they were doing, that's they could be okay. Agreed. If they, if they come in and try and play the game the way it's being played right now, then it sounds a little, you know what I mean? Yeah, it like sounds it, dated or wrong or something. or forced. I'm not sure what it's it, it it will be called. Like there are quite a few hardcore bands that came up in the 80s that just disappeared. Like, yeah, didn't make records throughout the 90s. Yeah, and in the past, but you know, five, six, seven, eight years have all come back and they've been like big happenings in the hardcore world that they've come back. Now they don't come back with new stuff. Yeah. They come back doing the same album that they've done. Yeah. Me, I'm kind of split down the middle. Some of them I love. Some of them I'm like, this is like a jukebox. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, but that goes, that gets into taste though as well. well you that, might not have been having that band the original time. Absolutely. You know I mean? See, if you apply that into hip hop, like I'm not mad, like I'm saying with Kane, Kane hasn't done a new record since '98. If Pablo and I go see him and he does Raw and Ain't No Half Stepping and murders it, which he does, because mm -hmm. I've seen Kane and he fucking destroys it, mm -hmm. then there's no real. That's, I mean, that's the lane he chose, and he chose like maybe he in his head says like I don't have the desire to try to create this, involve he, he myself did with this. What he did, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, fuck it. Like I, I did what I did, and you want to come see it a couple times a year? Okay, cool. Yeah, and I think with hip hop too. I mean, absolutely correct me if I'm wrong, but like I think hip hop's a lot less forgiving. Because it's just a, something about the music itself. Like, you can't go away for five years, come back and write shit new. Nine times out of ten, you fail. Bro, five years in hip-hop is like 15 in Where, hardcore and pop. Right, and in hardcore, man, you get the, the old band back together. And yeah. You play those people. I mean, like, in my mind, I'm thinking about Judge. Like, Judge disappeared. Yeah. When they came back, it was a big deal. And I, like I marked, they're the same fifteen songs that they played at Unisound in fucking yeah. nineteen ninety. Yeah. But but I marked like they, uh, this was heavy. This blew me away. <laughs> Let's not forget that historically speaking, I'm not talking about the beginning like Cold Crush, where there was when you had Cold Crush and and shit like that. Th those dudes really pride. There was pride in the show and melodies and shit like that. Like let's not forget that with the exception of you know PE. And, and KRS and shit like that. I mean, rap never really got over in a live manner the way that it did in in heavy music. That's rather, an excellent point. Rather than rather than say uh, punk, hardcore, metal, whatever, extreme. 
it is so on this visceral level the live experience is so much different than a dude with nine of his homeboys that aren't professional musicians on any level you know Steve Harvey did the bit where he's it's one dude rhyming and there's nine dudes doing the ad libs. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, Pablo and I have been to some shows where we're like, we would go because it was involvement in the culture more than we were like, these dudes are good live. We're like, what does that mean? You got nine dudes yelling. It's like I everything that that I do that is positive in my live show was a direct result from w coming up where I came up and seeing the maniacs in hardcore and punk rock and their dedication to giving people, um, making it worth that $5 cover that it was when we were going Never to Never fucking, no, no downtime. No, Banger, nothing. Bangers bam, for 45 bam, minutes. Bam, 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 yeah. bam. There's no... And, and and I try to emulate that with you know what I'm saying. Boom, 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 boom. Just keep keep it moving. Keep the show interesting. Keep you know what I mean. Even when when there's a banter, I try to to uh, engage the people that are there. Make them feel like they're part of this experience. Where that isn't something that hip hop uh, on a larger scale ever really embraced. You're not gonna have Jay talking to a kid in the crowd the way. Mike Judge might talk to somebody in the front row. Or You're say, certainly not going to like allow people to run up on your stage and jump off. Yeah, and all of that. It's kind just of not stuff. part of the deal. And it's like when when that shit happens at our shows, I'll have to sun maybe one, maybe two, maybe five very big dudes who think they're hard and be like, yo, if y'all fuck with anyone who comes up on stage, it's going to be an issue with me. Now, I'm not talking about staying up on stage or where you're touching me and shit like that. If you have, if you understand the codes, the, the you know of hardcore and punk, and you get up and get off, like don't bother That's that fine, kid yeah. and don't kick him out. You know what I'm saying? I've stopped shows and been like, I'm not going on until you bring that kid back in. You know what I mean? But again, just I'm I'm rambling a little bit. I, I know we have to take our break, but I guess what I'm saying is. I feel like with the, I, and don't I don't want to hear from people who say there's not good live hip hop acts because KRS will blow your fucking mind away now, you know what I'm saying? PE amazing live, Pablo and I have seen amazing live shows. De La incredible live still are the De La Tribe show is one of the yeah best Tribe. Uh, there's acts out there that are incredible, but there's a, a younger generation and this isn't sour grapes, but there's no real DJ. You know what I mean? There's they're playing uh, a, a thumb drive mm -hmm. from the board. You know what I mean? And it's a dude who doesn't move, and a hype man who doesn't move, and there's nothing to. I, it may as well be some karaoke. Shit. Or you got the ten dudes on stage just hanging out. Yeah, they don't even got mics. They're just hanging yeah, out, man. So they're backdrop. Like, yeah, and and it's and yeah, yeah boy. Unless you're the S one Ws, I don't I need mean, you. Step. Yeah, I ain't having it. But what, but what has happened is, man, hip hop as a culture has allowed that to happen. So you can't allow that to happen and then complain about it. It's the, and 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 that's that's cyclical too, and that's applicable to hardcore and punk rock. Right? We can't be like, well, yeah, once it started getting too metally, blah blah. blah well, well, we're part of the problem of letting that happen because you just don't support it then. 
You know what I'm saying? Or you don't buy those records. Like, and and as it grew, um, like especially like like me and Jeff disagree on a lot of stuff sound wise uh, but that's the thing about it the culture grew enough that there are so many offshoots bro there's genres that are, are, are that i don't even know someone will write me someone wrote me today and used a description of the band that you guys don't like that i like nails and and called them a type of music and i never heard of it before do you remember what it was i'm gonna tell you off air because I don't want the kid to catch feelings. Right on, right on. If it's completely ridiculous, right on. Because if I say it, then I'm gonna it's gonna rile me up, and right then on. I'm gonna <laughs> right shoot, on. shooting on this. Well, kid. I think getting back to to the original question, I, I guess it, I, for every person as an individual, it comes down to what is your capacity to capacity to grow just as a person outside of the music, but in conjunction with the music. It's that weird thing of latching into a fucking, uh, just a group, a person. That, he's doing the, the gimmick. I'm ignoring him and throwing shit. All right. It's a completely personal thing. Like, like when you're watching Walter from quick, you know, grow from straight edge punk rock in the 80s to, to quicksand in the 90s. Like that speaks to me. It doesn't speak to Jeff. Does it make one side of it valid, one side of it not? I don't think so. I think it's all comes down to your own personal growth and your own personal evolution. Yeah, sicko. Yeah. 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 I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I just, I definitely wanted to, you know. It's a very I'm intrigued topic. by it. I don't think we answered the question. We, well, just we never will. Pontificated. And I feel that we could go another two hours Absolutely. on this. Because as soon as we take a break, we're going to think of like seven different examples. Definitely. Just like when we had that one, when we were talking about John Cougar Mellencamp last yeah, week. Yeah. One thing I forgot to tell you, because I know we all love these things. When you're little and you ha get a lyric wrong, yes. Um, the fucking Jack and Jack. I forgot to tell you is the Jack and Diane lyric. Yeah. For years, I mean, an embarrassing long number of years. Yeah. I swore to God they were singing "Let the Papa Bear Come and Save My Soul," and it was like I was almost in my late teens before I realized he was saying Bible Belt. Wow. I forgot to put that in the last week's episode, so there you go. What do you think that tells you about Sicko? He might be right. Is he right? I don't know. I think the song is better know? with Papa Bear in it, personally. And I, to this day, I'll still sing it. That is some... Um... I'll sing Johnny Cougar all fucking night long. <laughs> I would... I Today when we were driving, I did a lot of driving today, and all I had was a radio, uh -huh. and just, which is fucking torture. I FM radio, imagine. Jesus Christ! I can't imagine what's going on. So there. me and wifey settled on going between the Boom One Hundred Nine. Uh huh. Oh, they stopped playing as many throwbacks. I heard yeah, that. So like, like, I would go to MGK Classic Rock, and uh -huh. I'm like, all right, here we go. They did. The, the, the Noontime Nuggets was like the top 10 albums of 1983. I'm so you know it's heavily featured. Please tell me. Johnny Cougar. Wow. Because that's Camp. when the album came out. Listen. Melon Camp. Well, he was Johnny Cougar. Listen, Melon man, Camp. Johnny Cougar, man. I want a three-namer. Cougar all, all right. day. All right, we're going to take our first man. break of the night. We'll be back in a minute.
One, two, one, two. This is Blackistan, a.k.a. Black and Stanley Kubrick, a.k.a. Black Sufoli, a.k.a. Black and Stanley, a.k.a. Black and Tola Khomeini, a.k.a. Prime Minister Black. And you are now listening to the Broad Street Breakdown. Manja, manja, we back with the broader street to break down. We got a spicy meatball for you. The OG Gavin, the sicko, Professor Pablo. If any pies, take it. Wow. He's, he's wedging that spicy meatball in with I'm more concerned about the accent and all the, the places in the world it travels within two sentences. Um. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Persian Italian. He's basically like I've said before. He goes from like an Armenian stereo salesman to a a bad a, Italian stereotype to a, to the to the guy uh, to the guy on The Simpsons. Mario is that his name? Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> you all scum, not you scum. <laughs> but you know how you a scum. <laughs> Here comes the grease ball. Hey, why you kids gotta call Luigi a grease ball? Fuck. <laughs> I mean, the kids mark for his uh, intro. They love it. They They're do. Nuts for it. So. He's, he's over with the kids. He's doing something right. Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just can't wait for that Carvel cake that the OG got me. It's melting. It's it's defrosting as we speak. Carvel, no. ice cream. <laughs> Carvel, yeah. <laughs> it's Carvel. I'm frozen over. <laughs> 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 I'm so fucking blown out. Like those old K-Tel records. Oh, they look good. I'm blown out. Uh, so yeah, we are. Uh, I don't. <laughs> now I'm gonna be thinking about Fudgy the way on the cookie bus. Um. The, uh, so we 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 were talking about the uh, as far as the biz, OG and I were talking about um, the upcoming Royal Rumble. I don't know if we if anything we thought last week has it, changed. I yeah, I, I I thought of something. Please tell me. Do we factor in? So we've agreed that Joe's obviously coming up. Uh, I, I'm thinking, yeah. I want to chuck a name out at you. I'm going to chuck it right at you. All right, chuck it. Ready? Yes. Finn Balor. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. There's no way that he can come back at the Rumble and take any kind of crazy bumps. So can they? How, how do you know that? He's not 100%. How do you know? Cause I do. How? Cause I fucking know things, man. How do you know? Listen, we know what they've told us. I mean, there's no part of me that's saying like you're crazy or something. You know, what I think too. Mm. Your man, ten, 
10, 10, 10. Ty yeah, Dillinger. I'm in for that. I like that gimmick. He stole my gimmick. He did. But he's not a factor. He ain't winning. Okay, so you're talking about I'm someone talking who could maybe him. win. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm just wondering where he's at. I don't know where he's at. I I think the fact that we haven't heard anything in the past like three months makes me think he's ready, and they're holding him off. Um. All right. Remember when Cena would like break his entire body and he'd be back in like four weeks? Yeah. I'm thinking this is a deal like that. Okay. What do you think about um, Cena? Posting a pic of Kenny Omega on his Instagram. I think he's getting motherfuckers to talk. Do you? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, in all honesty, I think when it comes down to it, Omega's not coming in. Okay. At least right now. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. Go do another year with New Japan. Um. All right. Well, this is what I wanted to bring up to you and ask you if you heard this. Okay. It's it's not a rumor, by the way. Okay. So whatever happened, we named the company that bought. Yeah. TNA. Right. They, tell me if you heard this, but again, it's not a rumor. They are letting, you know, when when Broken Matt cuts the promos, he says that they're the the, the best tag team in the universe and mm. in all galaxies. Mm -hmm. TNA is going to allow Matt and Jeff to work in the indies against those indies tag team champions mm -hmm. and film them for mm -hmm. TNA. Mm -hmm. Have you heard this? Yes. Do you love it? I think it's a smart move. Delete! 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 What does, does it end? Is, is there, are they building something or it's just a deal? Do you think they build to the Bucks? Ben Gordon wants, delete this video now! Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't think it matters. I think it gives TNA uh, the a, rub a, of yeah, and a certain slant that Vince doesn't do. And it gives those indies a little bit of a pop that they don't get because they don't have TV. They were originally telling the Hardys that they couldn't, that they didn't want them to work anything, but they wanted to be exclusive. That's a bad move because you, they can't guarantee the things that Vince guarantees. I don't give a fuck what company takes them. No, over. it doesn't matter. It you doesn't matter if Warner takes them over. Right. You can't guarantee what Vince does, so you can't by uh, demanding certain things of them, they can't provide the same sort of security that Vince can. So what you get is a hostile work environment you have the hardys then saying oh well i'm gonna go look at my other options right fuck you right <clears throat> this way you make the hardys happy you give tna exposure that it may not have had yes. you give these indies exposure you bring a couple guys back and forth you do this that and the other fucking thing it makes it sort of interesting whether or not will be interested per se yes i don't know but it makes it interesting and it makes it different than the things that Vince does. I mean, I think he's in a bubble. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to do anything else. Motherfuckers think they're going to compete on any level with him. They better start thinking outside the box. And I ain't talking no fuck six sided ring bullshit. Yeah. I'm talking like business. You better start thinking about what the fuck you can do. Well, 
when Broken Mad came out at the ROH mm-hmm. pay-per-view, mm-hmm. I, I, we can go back and forth about the craziest pops we've ever seen, you know, probably for a month's worth of shows. Right. That's the craziest one I've seen in recent times. Ain't nobody over in the business more than Matt right now. Right. Because he caters to casual fucking fans and he caters to fucking smart marks. Yes. He's catering to everybody. Everybody's wrapped up in him. What? He's the only thing I'm interested in right now. What's the line you sent me, Pig, when I sent you to John? Eating wolf meat? We're eating wolf meat. <laughs> yes! Yeah! <laughs> Primo niche. How brilliant would it be? You keep Jericho and, and Owens together after the Rumble, the Monday after. Matt and Jeff come out. Yeah, oh, like that's that's fucking money, man. It is. It is. What do you think about what are they gonna do with? Um. All right, Jericho's got this strap now, right? Brilliant move. Agreed. Do they now put, like, this hilarious bickering shit between Steen and him now? Or are they going to do the we're the champion? Because that's brilliant, too, when they're doing the we're, we're both the champion. I don't know, but I'm okay either way. Either way, I think it's brilliant. If they start bickering, <laughs> like... I'm the world universal champ. The universe is bigger than the United States. Yeah. Like that kind of gimmick, I'm marking for that. You know, if there's heat, and I'm marking if they're acting like they're the one person and saying, we- "Yeah." So, well, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm glad you heard that rumor about. Again, not a rumor about the heart, but about them letting them go. Um, Oh, I mean, it could have changed seven times since we heard it. You know? Sure, that, that, it's sure. It's so fucked up. It there. is. It's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. Something might happen to, you know, the next TV taping that, that comes up, you know, that right. we see that's crazy. Right. Um, I like some of the stuff they're doing, though, man. There was obviously a point where you weren't having it on any level, and there's some shit. The Broken Matt and, and, and Jeff shit with Eli Drake was great, man. That guy's fucking money. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but they didn't even work, which is a promo. I don't remember. They came out while he was doing the fact of life with the dummy button, uh-huh. and he kept he hit it like a million times while he was trying to talk. I think that <laughs> that dude is money. So I say dummy, uh, dummy, yeah, yeah. But there's no money in TNA, so he's yeah, like, yeah. Not. That, it's not an applicable right. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, there's some dudes that that can work though. But some of the in ring stuff's been cool. You know, it's cool. It's all right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not much. It's not much more to talk about. Uh, I don't think pressing issue wise. You know what I mean? Like we we've said before, we're not gonna force it if there's nothing that we think is worthy of talking about. Not until the rumble, man. And yeah. Then, then hopefully it starts to pick up again. Yeah. The rumble itself is is turning out to be pretty interesting. Definitely. If we can't predict what's going to happen, that means they're doing something on some level, right? Yeah, definitely. Sicko. Yes, sir. This is why I throw it over to you. For, uh... Well, as we see, the professor is uh, going into the wardrobe part. 
Let's see what he comes back. This with. is on fucking called for, man. What is going Gavin on? Gavin didn't here? see it. I don't think it's it's a disgrace to this home. Word association uh, towel. <laughs> I just saw what it is. What is the home? <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking It's gonna give me some powers. It's a whole Kogan towel. This fuck face. We I was. A, we need a picture of that. The cameraman, zoom in on this. <laughs> I was fucking. When he does that, uh, yeah, me too. I was tweeting about the five worst workers of all time. Of course, Hogan's on there. Hollywood. Uh, two. Uh, and fucking, you know, this dickhead has something to say about it. I will be. Uh, I will be giving this away. So if you want to write in to Pablo info at brushybreakdown.com, if you're a real Hulkster fan, <laughs> I will send this to you. <laughs> Well, let's just remind on, them that right on its festival. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't. Uh, we didn't know where we were at with stickers. Uh, yes. And uh, I came up on another pack in my car. Another so, bit, another batch. Right yeah. On. So if y'all want stickers, write in to Pablo. Info at BroadStreetBreakdown.com. He can't send you anything if you don't give a fucking address. So don't just write the kid and say, "Can I have some stickers?" <laughs> or go ahead say, and, well, and, and yeah, write or do that it and, and just get ignored. Be like, be polite and, le and leave your fucking address. It's very simple: name, street address, the number, your city, your state. Oh yeah, and if you're uh, if you're international, do it in the email gimmick on how I'm supposed to write it. Yeah. If other than that, I'm just going to do it on three lines like we do in America. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You might get it. You may and not. It's way different over there because I sent international mail a lot. Write it to him the way that it should come to your home. That's a good point. Or else he's I not going to know what the fuck to do. Because it's a fucking horror scene. Yeah. Now, Gavin will watch over Pablo. There's I'll go no first. Googling. Yeah, make sure you got to police him. I'm watching. Police. Police. All right. PJ. Tell me, brother. Hold some words. Let's we start react. With an easy one. How about Dave Matthews? I don't know me my yo. Um, not even him, man. <laughs> that was Hootie, right? Right. He All right, yeah. Hootie. So Dave Matthews. Um, <laughs> it's really the same thing. It uh, is. Okay. I can't listen to him because my cousin who passed away, that was his favorite band. So therefore, I can't even, I, I abolish this guy from my memory. Because every time I, I hear stupid Dave Matthews, I think of my cousin that passed. So Dave Matthews, can't, can't listen to you. Jeffrey. <laughs> of everyone I want to hear... <laughs> Their opinion on Dave Matthews. Right. It's it's OG. He's all right. Even if it was not associated with Pablo's cousin dying, I still would not listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to be rude, but I was going to say, that's the reason you don't listen to him? But, all right. It gives me solid foundation <laughs> on why, in, in tribute to Pablo's cousin, I ain't going to fucking listen to Dave Matthews. I mean, Matthews. it's just one more reason to pile on. Fucking Dave Matthews. I, I like that. He I was very close. I was very close with Pablo's cousin. He was like a little brother. I didn't even know he liked Dave Matthews. But uh, I don't have much of an opinion uh, of his music. A lot of those dudes in his band are brilliant musicians in terms of being highly skilled. I'm not saying something I would listen to. But uh, my mom worked at a, a, a pretty prestigious college for a long time, and he did like this acoustic set. And. Um, she went just on some work shit, and he he was super sweet to my mom. Oh so. well, there you go. There's yeah. something in his favor. Yeah, because music wise, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I he's got I no checks it. in his column. Yeah, I ain't having it. 
Fuck him. Good deal. No checks in his column. You like that? I do. Stick right there. It's a new fucking. All right. Well, let's keep yeah. with with the theme here, Pablo. What comes to mind when I say Clubber Lang? I want to. I want everyone else to have a good one. I don't want to steal it, but I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he stole he stole the the spotlight off Thunderlips, so I got heat. <laughs> nice, Jeffrey. Overwhelmed with things. With the, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Is that him over there? That's him over there. Hold on. Right on. Get that for the cameras while Jeff. Clubber. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're friends. Yeah. Like, they go yeah, back. He's like, oh, let me tell you about Let me, ba- let me tell you about my man, C Love. When I lived in Chicago, <laughs> me and Clubber <laughs> used to go to the clubs. <laughs> uh oh. There's a backstory? Yeah. No. We don't have our dudes out. Oh, whoa. Fuck. Well, we got Clover. Clover. <laughs> that looks hilarious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's something wrong about that. Hey, woman. <laughs> hey, woman. Are going to talk about Clover? Clover. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> okay. A. <laughs> <laughs> the T stands for tough. Nice. First and foremost. Nice. So we're all on the same page. I mean. B. <laughs> maybe the best... You turn it away from I'm trying not to look B. It's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe like- the best movie heel ever. <laughs> yeah. C. Rocky got comfortable. <laughs> you see? Mm-hmm. This bull's analyzing. Yeah, look, shit. he's Go. not wrong. He's Preach. not wrong. He got civilized. Clubber was not civilized. <laughs> Clubber, I've said this on the podcast before and in real life. Clubber was in the apartment doing fucking like upside down sit ups to that little radio to the little radio playing funk music while Rocky was in the convention center Getting with kisses and bubbles and losing the eye of the tiger. Mickey tried to tell him. Mick tried to tell him. He'll knock you to tomorrow, Rock. It got all fucked up. Had to call in Apollo, take him to the projects in Los Angeles to train, get the eye back. Running on the beach. The eye back. Uh, look. I mean, you ain't wrong on any of those points. It's a metaphor for life. Southside Slugger, man. Nice. Mm-hmm. Paz? Vinny. Uh, two, qu- two quick things. Uh... I only heard him on one thing one time, but a dude, a rap dude named himself Clubber Lang, so I'm envious of that. Right on. I should have thought of that. Right on. And uh, the promo he cuts on Rocky and Adrian at the art museum <laughs> is a thing of beauty. All He's down. got roach clips hanging from his ears. From his ears. With the feathers. And I think that's why they hung the tag on our Clubber. Nice. So it, he, right. He, um, Clubber killed Mickey, though. He didn't kill him, but I mean, let's 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 allegedly allegedly (laughs) (laughs) make sure make sure we say allegedly. It's vague. It's 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 a murky area. It's implied, but we don't know. uh, There was no charges. (laughs) I mean, Rocky went to the funeral. 
talk some Jewish <laughs> with his face all fucked up. He and had those the big on. fucking sunglasses. They're the same glasses from Cobra. Yo, those glasses covered his whole fest. Yeah. And his fest was all fucked up. And he tried to repeat the Jewish gimmicks. He said, and he, talk some Jewish. He yeah. couldn't do it. And he had the Yamaha on, too. Yo. And Mickey got put in the drawer, and that was that. <laughs> and then he fucking goes Not on the, the bridge. Drawer. It was all fucked up. Yeah. He went around the whole city, chucked his fucking helmet at the statue. Yeah, bounced off of him. Yeah, it didn't work very well. Uh, I think they wanted a different thing. That's what I had to move. The, that's what I had to move the statue to art museum. People it was at the spe- it was at the spectrum. Yeah, when it was at the spectrum, people were chucking. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. I'll chuck a snowball or two at him. Come here, woman. Let me show what a real man is. That's right. Clubber, what's your prediction for the fight? Pain. Pain, motherfucker. I mean, pain. listen, he wasn't wrong either. Pablo, what comes to mind when I say no effects? One of them epitaph bands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got no use for them. Jeffrey? As it turns out, I found out recently that that dude's been around a lot longer than I had any idea. Fat Mike? Yeah. yeah. I have never heard one note they've played. Mm-hmm. I never will hear one note they've played. <laughs> I don't like the name. You don't like effects. Uh, that's a problem for me. You got a shitty name. That I, I'm not interested. I feel you. On the that. whole package, I don't like. You like the whole package, pal. <laughs> I like your whole package. <laughs> there it is. Like and the bow tie on top. Vin, thoughts on no effects? Uh, I'm gonna say that I'm shocked. What OG said, the dude's been around longer than any of us have known. And then steal the second part. I've never heard a song. I never will hear a song. Uh, I heard him on a radio show promoting um, and a, a, a punk rock compilation that was like an anti-Bush, you know, President Bush compilation. And then remember the singer of the Misfits that wasn't Glenn uh, when they did? There were a couple. Yeah, Michael, Michael Graves. Graves. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know this, which was funny. He's super right. So the dude from the Misfits, who's super like alt right, and the Fat Mike dude from No Effects, like yelled at each other for an hour. So the only entertainment I'll ever get out of that band was that uh, forty minutes I heard. I I imagine in my head that they're pop punk. Right. Right. I Anybody? said they definitely became it. Okay. They were a little bit raw. Like I remember hearing stuff. Okay. But nothing. I'm not saying it factually. Like yeah. I ima- I imagine that like Blink one eighty two when you're I... not raw. Okay. Like I think of like hey, hey, come out and play when I think of no effects. Like is that the same genre? I'm thinking more <clears throat> like that face to face kind of Less commercially than the come out and play. D- but didn't Fest to Fest have like one good seven inch in the very beginning? I like their one album. They um, have one, right? But that, that shit, again, like with the Bad Religion deal, like it they all sound the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Right. I'm just going to say that dude did a thing a couple of years back. It's on the YouTube where so, he got a bunch of people in a room, pulled some kind of work where he was like, it somehow ended up where he got the entire audience to drink his piss. <laughs> so that's what I think of him. Okay. When, when I hear that. And, you know, that's not really good. Thank you, Sego. All right. 
Pablo, what comes to mind when I say <coughs> London Calling, the album? It's in my top ten. Of all time? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, I love it. Love the Clash. Need I say more now? Jeffrey? Mm. Lyrically, the song London Calling is uh, brilliant. Guns of Brixton is the best song the Clash ever did. Right on. Uh, me, me. That's all I got. Right on. Vinny Paz. London Calling. Um, <laughs> there's this picture of Mick backstage when they played the Ritz on that tour and he's leaning over don't ask me why the only other person I know that does this is Stoop but he's brushing his teeth before the show <laughs> and the angle makes it looks like he's ripping a rail <laughs> right on and for every time I I know that it's nothing to do with London calling I other mean, than that it's that tour if that's what comes to mind yeah, that's, that's what word association's to about yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. say I agree with Pablo and I agree with Jeff, but one problem I have, and this is completely personal, I fucking hate the song Train in Vain. Okay. What? And uh, not because it's a bad song and nothing to do with the clash, but it's like the one song that the world like focused on. Oh, uh, okay. Not as because obviously they blew up in other ways too, but yeah. they were like this is the Clash is the brilliant songwriter, and I'm yeah. like, no, it's not. Yeah. And so, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on all that. Yeah, it's strange what people yeah. attach themselves. And to. I just I hate that song just because I've heard it way too many times. Pablo coming to America, the movie. Whoa, hilarious! <laughs> too many things to uh, to quote. Um, Eddie Murphy, genius. Arsenio Hall, I will give him credit in this movie. I mean, he was not bad in that movie at um, all. Shit. And then, yeah, sad to say, fucking Eddie Murphy got sued and lost by some dude saying he wrote the shit. Yeah. And then he was like, no, you didn't. And then Eddie went and made the movie. So shame on him if that's what really happened. Jeffrey, coming to America. Not, not one of my favorite Neil Diamond songs. Wow. <laughs> I take umbrage because it is one of my favorite Neil Diamond songs. Today. But that was brilliant. Thanks. That was brilliant. Was. Thank you. Well done, sir. Well, well done. done. Vinny? The Rocky Marciano Joe Louis <laughs> conversation I knew it. still happens in barbershops. <laughs> yeah. It's not Marciano and Joe Louis, but <laughs> that I, I, I was in one today, if if that shows you how relevant uh, what they were setting up there in that culturally mm -hmm. and boxing talk in a black barbershop which is where i go i basically had that conversation today except it wasn't marciano and we've life. had that conversation a million times musically yeah it's it's all the same really the yeah same conversation i'm gonna say of all the great lines in that movie my all-time favorite when he's showing him the apartment uh -huh. and it's got the chalk outline yeah. and he's got the dog chalk out yeah. and he goes <laughs> It's a damn shame what they did to that dog. That's my favorite all line all time from that movie. Pablo, SpongeBob SquarePants. Paz put it over. OG put it over. And then finally, my kids got to the point where they started watching it. And then I put it over. It's so good. 
So oh, I, thought cartoon. Already, I thought he was nah, right. no, 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 I was no. like, oh, man. We're going to be fighting. Yeah. Nah. About to nah. get... And I ride for Larry the Lobster all day. Jeffrey. Everybody wants to be like Larry the Lobster. Larry is my second favorite secondary character. Okay. SpongeBob. First being? Plankton. <laughs> he marks for Plankton. <laughs> I have a tattoo. He he you think he's a secondary character? Yeah, kind of. I think it, I think. I don't it's, know about that. I think I he's think first tier. SpongeBob, Patrick... Crabs and Sandy are the, are the I think crew. I think Plankton's first tier. Oh well, then all right. Then I'll go with Larry as my as first, second tier. Yes. All right. Yo, I literally just got tapped on the show. Just did you? No, because none of y'all we got, believe in that. We got shit, it on film. I mean, we got it on film. We'll see the white light. Finish your thought, Jeff. What else about SpongeBob? He likes when Plankton. When Xavier was little. I said to him, what should my next tattoo be, bud? And he said, plankton. So I went out and got that tattooed on my leg. Right on. Listen, I love how you say went out when you're just at work. <laughs> yeah, well. You didn't go out anywhere. You, were, well, you went, went out in. meant the effort. You went yeah. in. What's yeah. wrong with your claw? I don't know. It's bothering me. I, my claws are bothering me today. My you think it's the... fucked. It must be the weather. The weather. That's what it is, man. It was so bad earlier today, I couldn't even... Do that, like I couldn't even do that. Couldn't even do an old fashioned on yourself. Is that the hand you you used to touch a Huang? Yeah, oh. that's why I tell. I could gentlemen, tell. Gentlemen, gentlemen, let's keep it sophisticated, please. I don't do the left on the floor. I... You don't switch it up. No. That's Who the fuck doing. switches it up? I mean, sometimes you got to. You need a little spice in life. Oh man, that's Stop fucking it. nonsense. Oh, yeah, you're all so above me. Cause I'll switch it up. Get the fuck out of here. Sounds fucking. Don't like, they call that like the stranger? Like you or something? ain't never done a stranger. I that's what I see. Yeah, that's right. Get the not. fuck yeah. out of here. I swear I to God, I couldn't. Get the fuck out. I could absolutely say I did if I did. But the I shit I've said on the affair. <laughs> <laughs> only only fucking strangers will touch sickos like a wolfcock. <laughs> easy now, easy. Vinny, your thoughts on SpongeBob? I have shoot heat with a cartoon character. <laughs> I fucking like you'll punch him in the nose yeah, next time. You I see hate him. Squidward oh, so Squidward's bad. Squidward's in the top. Four. Yes, true. Right. true. I hate so, Squidward so much. I don't want to kill him. He's a hater. I, I wish like you him. could see the look on his face right now. I like Squidward. Yeah, I Why would y'all like? He's him? a straight. He's, he's a heel. He's a straight shooter. I like Why a straight do you like shooter. Kevin Owens. No, 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 no. This is... <laughs> yeah. Nah, and now man. we're on a topic. No, nah, no. Nah. So, okay, the top biz. four is... He ain't working. SpongeBob, Patrick, Squidward, Krabs. You're, uh, Plankton's still, I think... He's in every episode. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, 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 no. He's still a main character in my book. Then you go down a little bit, like, like 1A. Sandy Plankton. Then you go to B, Larry. Then you go to uh, Mr. Krabs' daughter, the whale. Yeah. Makes no sense, but I'll, I'll work with it. Works. I'll work with it. Yeah. Um, you see the episode <clears throat> where it's her, it's Pearl's birthday. Birthday. Yo, yeah. The band Boys Who Cry. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I love the episode where Patrick says "fuck." Oh, forget it. So good. Yes. If you're immature, it's a really good cartoon to watch. Yeah. For an adult I'm going to say Vin were you done Yes I'm going to say I have no idea What any of you Just said I've never seen A minute of it When you're on your medicine Turn it on And you'll be instantly hooked <laughs> Your nephew doesn't Isn't He's not old enough yet little, probably. 
watch that. That's uh, too much for him. Okay. It's too much stimulation okay. at his age. But here's what I will say and what I do know about SpongeBob. <laughs> Anytime Vinny is going to play a show that we've driven him, he's got a SpongeBob pillow that cracks me up to no end. And he gets in the back of Pablo's car, pits it down, takes a little nap when we would do is when there we a do like problem with this. No, I'm saying how much I love it. When we do the, the ride to New York, to Boston, you know, when we do like those mini Johns, yeah, that's all I know about SpongeBob. That's all you need to know. Well, there you go. Known. And let's <clears throat> wrap it up tonight with tonight's last entry. What comes to mind when I say Jackie Brown? Our Jackie Brown. I was going to say, which one are we talking about? The only one that matters, our Jackie Brown. That's the only bitch I let touch my body right Jeez. now, man. Jackie. Jeffrey. Jackie. If you had to pick one thing to say, what would She's you say? She's not in the room. It's not as fun. Yeah, I was hoping she would have stuck around. I know. Brown. Jackie Brown. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Holy shit. He's on fire tonight. He is. Yeah. Because he's excited for that gag. Khaki. I know. Let's get it going, <laughs> man. Ah! All right, Vin. Uh, Jackie's one of my favorite people of all time. All right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to echo whatever Vin just said. And Jeff. All right. And there you have it, people. Another exciting round of the word association gimmick. Which leads us to my favorite part of the night. It can only mean one thing and one thing only. You know when you freeze these fucking waters and you go to open open it it and the motherfucker starts to explode? Yeah, I knew as soon as you got it out, I knew it was going to happen like that. Like it's soda or something. Like why does it's just water? Why does it have to happen like that? I feel like it expands. Something, something. There's some kind of chemistry going on. Cause he hasn't mastered the art of how Keld to make it. I mean, he likes the brick. He's doing a side gimmick. Look at the side gimmick. Gavin likes his water cold. He does. If I get this in my pants. I had a nickel for every time I said that. Hey, 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 yeah. This is a little segment of the show, Sicko's favorite, that we like to call Dear Vin. Dear Vin. Dear Vin. Hey, Jed Mind. (laughs) How are you, bro? Jed Mind? Jed. Jed. Jed Mind. Yeah, I, like that. Jed Mine, I could do a lot. I could do like an hour on that. <laughs> Jails with Philomena. Did, did we ever tell the Jerry Matrix story online? Or no, no. Or the, um, the Cookie Joe. There's two, really. Oh, I remember Cookie Joe. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Go ahead. All right, yeah. So Head's got to remind us to tell for me to tell the Jerry Matrix story and the Cookie Joe story. The Cookie Joe story is mad quick. It's like an anecdote, but the the uh, Jerry, Matrix. Jerry Matrix is like a story. <laughs> Dear Vin, hey Jed, mind, how are you, bro? Many men said they aware, a w a i r, nice, but they were not. We, Zeus and Hermes. Had electricity in Egypt. Yes. 
Write a song against Last X-Men. If you don't want to come closer, just stay yourself. <laughs> but don't say my or Michael names in vain. Is that it? Yeah, what's he on about? The last X-Men movie, apparently he didn't like it. He wants <laughs> to write a song about it. Is that what he's talking about? Did he? Does he have a dope like Egyptian name now? Uh, d- like, yeah. Did you say Aramadama Mama like in a song or something that he thinks you're ta- you mentioned him? Aramadama Mama? Is wow. that Egypt? Egyptian? It is Egyptian. I think it's an MC5 song. It is. Yes. <laughs> wow. It was the. Uh, it's when they would have the White Panther <laughs> rallies. Right. Aramadama right. Mama was right. the name of the the, uh-huh. the gimmick. Uh-huh. <laughs> she did a little speaking. Yeah. She did a little poetry. Yeah. And the five came on. <laughs> Dear Vin, hi, I am Turkey. Do you have cargo in Turkey? Plays. <laughs> Jeez. He's a. <laughs> if he answered it, if he ended it with gobble gobble, yeah, I would know what was going on. Yeah. What but if he's a jive turkey? He's listening to that men and work. What are you a job? Yeah. <laughs> a job turkey. <laughs> he was a job turkey. <laughs> I got some DOA. <laughs> I got some DOA for you. You sound like my old lady. Oh, come on. You're starting to sound like my old lady. <laughs> Dear Vin, Zeke Graham is an alias. I have been doing research for years and listened to your music and others. None this auto-tune junk, but I've been making decent money lately and thought my research... No, wait. <laughs> he says throt. I'm assuming it's throughout is what he means. I've been making decent money lately and throughout my research. I hate money, but will keep making a decent amount. Don't get me wrong with how the system is set up. I have to, right? I am curious if you have anything going on I can get involved with about an uprise or a plan for future generations to be saved from this hell of simple survival and struggle. For most, you are able to contact me back. Either email as I don't use social media and if I could do something for my grandkids to have clean air, water, and food would be great. I do try with a small organization trying to get people to clean up their communities. And I'm going to attempt to have schools and criminal community hours be done through me. Just saying all that so you don't think I'm just another joke or stupid fan. I don't care you're famous. Just <laughs> say... You publicly, just you say publicly you hate what's going on with the world. So thought with your success in your career, you may have started something. If not, maybe we can think of something to make the future better because large-scale things don't happen that fast. Good day. (laughs) I said good day. Uprise got my attention. I think I understand what he's getting at. And it seems a noble pursuit. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's shit that we're not mocking the intent as much as we are the delivery. Yeah. Maybe. 
I mean, that if your intent is to change things and do good, one would think you would step to someone with an articulate idea slash plan slash at very least an intro. Introduce yourself with... That. Uh, I mean, when I, I was reading it and sounded stupid because that's how poorly it was written, not because... I know I do this every day of in, but I feel it's my obligation to say this isn't my uh no you need to say it every episode my oratory yeah skills as much as I, there's no punctuation nothing no paragraphs no anything so it's impossible for me to read any of this shit without sounding completely moronic i feel the same way because i try not to alter anything in the mailbag but then it does there's water it's everywhere the same now. thing well That's done fine. well done you gotta sip it go i fucking tried to pour that one into this one hey where you need it shut up Paper towel. Idiot. 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 Um, I'm not the one spilling water. Dad. On the floor, too. It's all over the floor. floor. Jesus. That concludes this edition of the event. Here's fucking thoughts from Zamania's favorite. (laughs) <laughs> to Vinny's favorite. From one bit of lunacy to a whole different kind of lunacy. <laughs> to our own. Right. What Dear Vin does is expose the lunacy of the outside world. This exposes the lunacy of ours. Yes. Pablo's cheapo tip of the week. So with that said, I'm not even sure that... I'm just assuming here. But... Professor, do we have a Pablo Cheapo tip of the week? We do have a Cheapo tip of the week. Yes. This one I'm going to be in and out on. This is quick. This is easy. This is fucking 2017 only. 2017? 2017 only. All right. Timely. All right. So what I have here is my keychain and a key fob. So Wendy's, as you know. Wait, what? A a key fob. What is that? Key fob. It's these gimmicks. But what is it? Word. This is well, it could be anything. Like like Sicko, uh, explain. This one is a, this one is a giant. So I, this is what I have to scan a giant to get my discounts. Are they is key fob only relegated to things no. that are scanned? No, no, no. A no. fob is a, just a part of your keys. I think originally it was like a little container. Okay, yeah. you put on a key ring to hold. You those. could have like a gimmick, like an elephant gimmick or something. Your is key, anything something. on mine a key fob? Yes, the boxing like, glove. Your car deals are even. Considered fobs. That boxing glove you used to have on there, it was a key fob. I fucking hate this that one. boxing glove. Yeah, him. Yeah, That's him. Hard. But does that give you money back? No. The Pablo Chipo ones do. All right. So this is just the intro is that, yeah, I have the CVS one and the giant one, so all my groceries are discounted. But the one I want to talk about in this episode is Wendy's now has this promotion. Love Wendy's. Wendy's is awesome. Best, best fast food in America. I'm fucking starving, by the way. They have this gimmick now. Participating ones only. A dollar gets you this key fob. Okay. Stop saying that. It's make. It's, giving me <laughs> it's a, a discount show. card on your keychain. It's a douche show. Free Frosty Juniors all year. All year. All year. All year. I just got to go there and get whatever meal I get. I could just get a, a, a Junior Fry or something like that if I'm really not hungry. Free Junior Frosties all year. How does that work? How does one... How does one attain this? You got to go to participating Wendy's because the one by my house, they advertise it. And when I'm like, yeah, I like to buy one, they're like, oh, we don't do that. I'm like, well, then why are you fucking advertising it? But the one by my work, they're like, yeah, we'll do it. This We're doing it all year. So you buy it. You buy it for a dollar at the counter to give you the key fob. Yes. They give you the key fob. Then you buy something. You walk up. 
bang, Junior Frosty. So you pay a dollar and you get free Frosty all year, all year, junior all year. Now it's a Junior one, so it's only like nobody gets fucking Junior. Fro- it's oh, only okay. about the, it's only about it's the like a big, this big. Okay. but it get, that's all you need. You don't need no, too much. That's not true. That's all you, you have too much sweets in your life and junk food. What are you talking about? That is just enough to wet your whistle. Is the Junior Frosty? Wet your whistle. You get a vanilla one day, you get a chocolate the next day. Cameraman, zoom in on this. Here's just a key fob right I here. Mark for that every time. Why are you giving the Fringer? He's talking to the cat. Why are you giving the, the Fringer? <laughs> one free Jesus. Junior Frosty per transaction, per visit, with any purchase. I'll tell you what I like about this one. All right, tell me. This one, see, usually his schemes yeah. requ- require so much, much effort. effort. Yeah. Like, by the time he tells you the first step, yes. a normal person's like, I'm not doing that, I'm yeah, out. While this is definitely out of line cheap, it doesn't seem to have right. he derailed, have, derailed right. his... This actually, for someone in his position who loves the Wendy's, as we well know, yeah. and does go there a lot... yeah. The minimal effort required for him to do it, and he's obviously getting a deal. I'm gonna say not crazy. Well, okay. I'm with I'm with Gavin. With I don't want a shot glass of. Fuck. No. Well, now that's a whole other issue that's we can get into. Is. Mine too. I th- I just had an idea. Sicko just gave me an idea. Well, like after this. every Pablo thing, <laughs> yeah, we rate it. We go around and say crazy, not crazy. I'm almost out of them, so I think this bit's going to be dead. <laughs> You're not, You're though, not. because you... Talk to us. I, like, I had a personal man-to-man, like, one of my oldest friends ever. I, You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. So as long as I stay on your heels... that's Well, that's the problem. I know two right now that you haven't done. There's one I'm saving for a special okay, occasion. But there's also another one that sort of goes along okay. with that one. If, okay. if, I, if I go back in time... Absolutely. It'll... You've had 47 so far with very little effort. <laughs> <laughs> Other than when the band was on. So let's say you've had 40. Yeah. Like, yo, like you haven't even started yet. <laughs> you haven't even scratched the surface, my Agreed. friend. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, we, we could go to back in the day to his clothes shopping. That's like that's kind of where I was going to go. This bull thought the Carlton shops was high fashion. It was. So. Don't worry, you've got plenty of material. All right. We'll help you. Okay. So that, my friends, Wendy's key fob is a Pablo Cheapo tip of the week. <laughs> and right now, the double, the uh, four for four's got the double stack. You can get the double stack in the four for four. That's also a great value. I have no idea. What crazy, not about. crazy. Pablo's cheapo. The whole thing? No, this this one thing. With Wendy's the, key fob. The key fob. <laughs> not crazy. Not crazy. Not crazy. Yeah. I have yes. heat with the size yeah, of like the, right. Yeah, you right. can get a but regular size. But it's not size. like egregious. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go, pal. All right. Good I feel you. better about myself. Good for you. All right. There's hope for you yet. Well, uh, with that said, we're gonna keep it with the professor. But uh, two gentlemen were banned from the mailbag. Yeah. And, and are can we you li- can you refresh me because I forget. I kind of forget why. I think they were shooting on us. No. Um, or they, Cor- no, they had they sh- they took a f- Cody Mac posted something. Pablo dumbed out on it, and Cody Mac took it down. Right. And then what? Correct was okay with that decision. Correct was in on it. It's, that's why I, he's guilty by association. Okay. Have yeah. we lifted the ban? The ban was lifted. It was only one episode. And then, you know, Cody was begging me, begging me. So, I, you okay. know, I feel bad for the kid. Hey. 
Throw him a bone. So Cody and... Correct, they're back in. So you're just overriding all of us? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did they, either of them, bring to your attention that they were banned? Cody did. Correct, I haven't talked to. Correct's been... uh, I think he's hiding right now. Uh, Correct is still banned. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Does that fuck up your whole program? I'll, sw- I'll switch it up. I'll well, switch how it up. how is he gone? No, that's fine. It's fine. He's still banned. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to know how correct is involved with tonight's episode if he hasn't been around. Because he has a mailbag question. But From can- recently? Yes. but I So can- he's been around. No, uh, I'm sorry. So it's... It's a two week ago. It's he sent this email in before, before the, the ban. No, that is banned. <clears throat> His question is no, not yes, happening. All it's, right. it's lifted <laughs> until right. further let note. Me, let me move it to uh to the next. <laughs> move it to the ban folder. Yeah, shit. All right, that's fine. You're banned. All right, Dan. I'll work around that. All right. First question is for me and and the group as well. Uh, this is from Jeff uh, Geiger. Geiger, I'm sorry. He's written in before. He's written in before. He's got good questions. Some of them are bad, but a lot of them are good. So that's why he gets on the air. They can't all be gold, man. What the fuck? Yeah, but you said he's got good questions. He's got bad questions. Because I just want him. I want to let him know. Sometimes he gets diarrhea to question. I do notice that he pops up a lot in the mailbox, and and a lot of them are good. But then once I let my guard down, and some of the bad ones come through. So you know, but but again, keep them coming, dude. You're you're on the point. He's not wrong. I'm okay. Back. What construe? What what makes a good question or a bad question? Mm. Some are just super simple, like Vinny, give me the best death metal album of October, and it's like, well, we kind of talked about. Let's just say we we may have talked about death metal already, so it doesn't fit in. I'm I, all it's, right. It's not I, necessarily a bad question. It's, it's just, just not apropos. A, thank you. Apropos. So I was just gonna say that it's not apropos. I could go for a little apropos. Me right too. Now. <laughs> with a little Hunch. fucking uh, honey on top. Nah, a little man. apropos with a little whipped cream <clears throat> and a cherry <throat> on top. All right. I ain't mad at that. Pablo, given your recommendation for that banjo coffee with her whole two albums, what other bands do you really like that have that small of a, of a discography? I mean, the yeah. first one I could say is Agapa Ivy. Had one album. Yeah. Awesome! How many great seven inches have there been? We dis- we are we got off topic, but we kind of discussed this a little bit earlier yeah. because uh, I brought up something where I said how to be an all time great artist. What do you have to have three records? And you guys all said no. That to me, you do. I don't mean you have to have that to have an all time album. You can have one album that was brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you have a six-record discography, and four of them are shit, then that... Um, but, I mean, I know, and I know you said earlier in the in the episode, Gorilla Biscuits only had one full-length. Correct. I mean, good album. Um, I, I think it's great, yeah. So, I mean, people that have small discographies... Turning point. Yeah, I mean, there's also... Yeah, right, there's also, like, bands that, like, they started, had the one album, all broke up, and then made dope... Went on to have awesome careers, but yeah, that one yeah, album, yeah. you know, like there's a lot of those bands. Uh, t- Texas The Reason is a band that, that you know what I'm saying? Awesome album, yeah. I mean, what, they had a seven inch. I'm, I'm no selling because that dude is my sworn enemy. Fair enough. But um, you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm at a loss right now. Jeff, but any bands you like that only have I, one album? How many LPs uh, Joe Coffey has? Two. How many LPs does Quicksand have? Two. Two. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 You're right. OG. Yeah. Any album? Any gr- groups you're thinking of? Like one or two albums? How many did that Killer Sheep band have? None. They didn't have any albums. No. Wow. Um. I mean, if nothing's jumping out, it's yeah, I'm drawing yeah. blank. All right, thank you, man. Next question. OG's gonna like this one. He's gonna have something real quick. All right. Watch this. This is from Kenny Crumholtz. What is your favorite gum flavor? Cinnamon. Uh, is the, it? The cubes. Those. <laughs> I got the. I got the. Uh, spearmint Jones. That's all they had. I have the exact ones that you have right there in my car, but they're cinnamon. I love the cinnamon. Mark. It's so good. Mark. I eat two at a time. What do you think? I, eat two, I, I eat two. <laughs> I ate two on the drive to the barbershop, spit it out the window, put two, two in to go in the barbershop. Yep. Yeah, if, if I'm... Say, say you want a piece of gum from somebody... Typically, you'll just take any kind of gum because you're concerned with, you know what I'm saying, maybe right. your breath after you just ate. But if I'm purchasing gum, it's never not cinnamon. It's the only it's the only kind I genuinely like. If you give me some other shit, I'll do it to fix my issue. I hate gum. I don't chew gum. But, like, cinnamon is the deal. Yeah, all day. All day. I like a juicy fruit every now and then. I don't, yeah, even, know that you do. <laughs> I don't even know what that flavor is, but it's awesome. You're, Hi-oh! you're, you're a juicy fruit. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Did he just say he loves a juicy fruit? fruit. Um, Orbit also makes a, a one called Bubble Mint, yeah, which is like a mix like between bubble gum and I'm mint. Not, it's I'm good. not mad at anything that's like OG oh, bubble fucked, gum. I fucked with Orbit before these fucking cubes came out. I like Big League Chew. You're in the big leagues. Wow. I mean, you're in the big leagues. When you get the thing about life, you're in the big leagues. When you get a punch or two, or like something like that. Big leagues. When you block a shot or two, that's what it is. Yeah. When you keep the team alive, in the big leagues. When you make a perfect slide, you're in the big leagues. When you block a shot or two, can you still buy big leagues? Yeah. Still make it. I bought it somewhere. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> one would have to be. Yeah. Well, then, and then down the shore too, like the one uh, candy gimmick, they have a whole aisle of retro candies. Oh, dude. So, nice. all, so all these companies are like, they know the deal, so they're right. remaking the shit, like mostly the original formula. What's going on over there? I was fixing my belt. <laughs> oh. Like, uh, are so, y'all hip to Toffee? The candy. I just got that from like uh, from my birthday. Yo, man, she was banging. Yeah, I don't crazy. Do candy. Yeah. I fucked with some hazelnut and some toffee. Yeah. I got, but uh, over the summer, I got Razzles down the shore. Remember oh, Razzles? I remember Razzles. Uh, they were no bottle caps, but they were the, all uh, right. Cola bottle cap. Right on. <laughs> Not well done, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I knew this OG was going to pop there for that one. Go. This one you don't have to answer if you don't want to. This is from Uncommon Creation. He says, Are you? Are you is that his real name? I believe so. <laughs> Are you ass or titties men? Ugh. I like booty, man. I like ass all day, every day. Titties, I, like, I can. I don't. I a like woman could have zero butt. titties. I don't care. I don't need an ass. I all like I care butt. about is a woman's brain. Jesus, how are you gonna bang her brain? I'm dead. I'm dead ass on that. Uh, I'm not, I won't even say the T word. That's just foul. Who the fuck like, is I this? It's I There's like three words I will never say. That's one of them. I would love to see. I will say tips. I would love to I know what. The, I would love to know what the third one is. Me too. The third one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'll tell you that the, the two both begin with the letter P. 
I would say that word. And, and one, say, uh, <laughs> one of them I will say in a different context, but never in a sexual context. That's interesting because I am the opposite. Really? I won't say it to somebody who's like a bitch. Really? Yeah. You like, call I'll call him a pussy, a pussy no, all not day. Anymore. Really? Yeah, because that's a good thing. I ain't calling it. I ain't calling oh, it. Oh, it's like you're bestowing a good thing upon him. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So wait, so I'm not following. So if you call me a pussy, that's um, a compliment? I won't do that anymore. Because he feels it's a good thing. So why would he? Yeah, why would I chuck that at you? As Agreed. an insult. I like that. Yeah. I like Say, that. Ooh, you sweet thing. How about the little poon thing? But, um, but you're going to answer my question or you feel you don't? It's above you. What was it? Are you a t ass or titty man? You don't have to use ass. those words. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah. We are in the age of the ass. Let me tell you. <laughs> Ugh. Titties is like my dad's era. Oh, stop, dude. Just <laughs> it stop. Next question. Like please. my, like all a, those, all those Playboy penthouse. They were all about uh, big breasts and like that's just not, nah, big, not our era. Big, I don't think. Well, I, big can I, like big cans, <laughs> blonde on. hair and flat ass. Are, it's kind of like a white boy thing. Like the da you feel like but, I think it, like Dallas. Yeah, I'm not center boobs, but I no, I'm not. I'm they're, not, they're I'm not losing my fucking mind though. Yeah, like have at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need a wiggity. I need an onion. That's right. Smother me with that shit. Yeah. Next question. Next question. All right, final one. And uh, this one is, um, it plays into the late last gift we just got. We just got some shirts in from our boy. Who sent us these shirts? Chris X? No, Liam. Oh, the Cinepunks. That's Liam and Josh. Right. You know, the professor likes free uh, glom. <laughs> he sure do. <laughs> Yo, them shirts were hot too. Yeah, thank, thank you. We got these thank you, shirts. Liam and Josh. Thank you, like they do. It's a podcast, right? Movie yes. podcast. Yeah. So, okay, so this one is a movie question from Chris Bevilacqua. Speaking on horror films, pick your three all-time horror classics plus anything new that you're feeling. I don't really like horror movies. I did when I was younger. The only two that I ever really, really liked, and I think still hold up to this day, the original Halloween. Is you can't fuck with it. It's classic, and really the only horror movie that matters is The Exorcist, as far as I'm concerned. I'll add to that The Shining. Still I can't watch it. I don't can't watch it once movie. the sun goes down. Can't watch it. And um, yeah, I'm not a horror guy too. I'll watch horror movies every now and then, but um, the only other one is the Hellraiser series, which mm. is almost a love story, not a horror film. Yeah. But yeah. to me, I, I I connect with Clive Barker and Pinhead. And, and I think that series is awesome. Good deal. OG no sells the horror, I think. That's fine. I'm not a, much of a fan. Um, I like Rosemary's Baby. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I have a funny story to tell you later. All right. I can't tell it on air. All right. And you two won't get it. <laughs> Great. Great podcast material. Uh, what about Freddy Krueger? <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't. I never got into any. That was of that big stuff. in our generation. I find it kind Those of uh, so the original. <sighs> God, the original Polar Goose. Yeah, that was scary. Good. That was cool. Heavy. That was fun. Even the second one with Judge Dredd had his moments. You are all gonna, gonna die. die. Yeah, yeah that, that dude was super heavy. <laughs> he was that dude. Dude. Yeah. 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 The guy who was on the cover of the hey, Anthrax. That album. motherfucker's yeah. coming walking down the sidewalk <laughs> yeah, yeah. with his whole gimmick. <laughs> yeah. With the, and it's and like, it's like raining on it, him. What, yeah. 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 That's hard. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big car guy. I always find myself going. This is 
fucking so dumb. Yeah, yeah. that me I too. Can't, I, I, I want to enjoy it, but I just I can't do it. And in this, and I believe you said something about this earlier. You made a Facebook post about it. Like in this day and age, ninety nine percent of all horror movie plots don't hold up with the advent of cell phones and technology. Oh, forget horror. Most plots. Oh are, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, yeah, I'm like. I'm super wrapped up. I have been for a long time. Uh, Dario Argento is one of my favorite directors of all time. Suspiria is probably <laughs> the most scared I've ever been. I watched it with my Uncle Mickey when I was probably too young. It scarred me. Um, that's a good thing to me in terms of filmmaking. Dario Argento is brilliant. brilliant. Um, Ruggiero Di Dotto, he did uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Um, I love Cannibal Holocaust. A lot of Italian gore flicks. Um, Jalo flicks. Um, in terms of American horror, uh, yeah, Pablo mentioned. I, I love The Shining, but that's a, more of a Kubrick thing than yeah. I, than, I, I would. I never. Thought well, it's of that sca it, it scares the it, shit out absolutely, of me. Absolutely, but I I could never just label it just a horror movie. Um, he said, "Is there anything?" I I uh, just lent Jackie. Don't breathe. Um, I thought Don't Breathe was really dope, and that's like relatively new. If you if you want to check something new, Don't Don't Breathe was real dope. Um, Let Me In was real dope from newer stuff. But yeah, like Dario Argento, um, Ruggiero Di Dato, Cannibal Holocaust, Suspiria, everything they did was great. Yeah, I, I, I forgot that there was a time where before I had kids, I had disposable income. I was buying DVDs like crazy. And I was into a lot of that Japanese horror. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, Suicide Club was fucking awesome. That's some crazy ass shit. There's um, a lot of real dope um, Japanese <laughs> horror flicks that. And a lot of those shits got remade, remade into made yeah. in America. They're not as good, man. Yeah, they're never as good. It's just the way they shot them in Japan. And they do a lot of shit where, like, the person's walking it, and next thing you know, a bus hits them, like, and it's so fast. Yeah. Like, American horror can't pick up on that speed yeah. of just, like,. That and, and when they chop the person's head off, the the blood the pressure of the blood coming out comes yeah. out of like a fire hose. Yeah. Like it's just insane. Like America yeah. Horror doesn't do that. So yeah, some of that Japanese horror shit's crazy. Jackie used to watch horror movies. She still does, but she yeah. doesn't watch it with me anymore. Yeah. She used to put it on and I, one of the biggest dickhead things I've ever done or or uh one of the biggest dickhead aspects of my personality is We'll be like 15 minutes into it. And, and you'll I say start. who's going to, yeah. I'm like, what the, who's this motherfucker? Right, what right, the right, fuck? Right. Is? And I do it throughout the entire movie and she just stopped putting them on while I was around. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. As well. She but I can't have. stop myself from doing it with fucking goofy horror stuff. Yeah, look. I can't. I'm with you. Like, oh, this is the heavy. I'll fight this motherfucker <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll beat Freddy up. So I, just, <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So that's that's the mailbag. So once again, uh, <laughs> send stuff in because I'm starting to get, uh, I'm running out of questions. So keep sending stuff in. Info at BroadStreetBreakdown.com. We now have more stickers, so I'll send more out. Make you sure you give your address to the professor, your home address, work address, some kind of address. Don't just ask him for stickers. He doesn't have time to go back and forth with you and say, I need your address. Right. The dude's busy. B put in... Stickers in the subject, and then just put your address exactly. in there, and that's and it. And don't don't send it to the Facebook page or anything like that, because you're just gonna get told 
to we go send to an email to info at Broad Street Breakdown. And I'm also, yeah, so I'm going to give away the Hulkster towel, and I'm also going to give away these these uh, folders I have. What? Legion of Doom folder. Ultimate Warrior folder. <laughs> Hulk Hogan folder. Wow. Wait, you're giving them out? I'm giving them away. I'm taking the Legion of Which Doom. Which one do you want? Yeah, what Legion? the fuck was that? You yeah. The, I didn't think you guys would be interested. What? Well, we don't want nothing. All right, Legion of Doom's out. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior and Hulkster. There's a sign. What is yeah, that? Yeah, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Oh, wait, like... I think I need. Oh, wait. Are they just. Uh, who, who's on. in them? There's, There's a, a signed Hogan. Hogan. Whoa. A signed... What? I forgot about them. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah, they're in there, too. The fucking nasty boys can fucking suck yeah. my wang. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> British Bulldog with Winston? Right on. Right. right, so... You're no selling Winston? No, I like Winston. Yeah, right, we got too. signed British Bulldog, signed Nasty Boys, signed the Dragon, and, of course, America's favorite, the Hulkster. Like, where's the money? Probably. Like, how is he giving away for free? This is what I do for the people, man, the fans. Plus. Write in. You might get it. You might not get it. Mailbag. Oh, oh, you'll get it. Recommendations. Let's go, Paz. I want to eat some pretzels. So as we wrap up. I'm excited about my (coughs) recommendation this week. As we wrap up uh, episode 47, we end every episode with recommendations. Uh, I'll start it off if y'all want me to. Um... This is a mixtape, but uh, to all my hip-hop heads know, uh, mixtape and albums, the lines have been blurred at this point. They're not, you know, uh, what they used to be. These are more like albums a lot of times today, mixtapes. This brother's from Philly. His name is Dark Low. Um, He runs with A.R. Ab, who y'all might know. Uh, Dark Low. He has a few mixtapes out, but his newest one is called Darkavelli. It's a double mixtape, and it's super, super hard as nails. Hard as nails, street shit. Um, and it's, it's just real, it's mega hard and gooned out. It was refreshing to me because, you know, some of this shit is getting soft, and, and this is just real shoot em up, bang, bang, raw street shit and i'm a big fan of it and i've been playing it a lot dark low dark of ellie check he, it out it's uh a free download um he's from here you said yeah he's from north philly that's what's up yeah nice well uh i will go next although actually i was waiting for the og to come back because i actually i had, go all right you go cool so in uh previous episodes i said i was i i put over the flash which is a dc comics uh, show that drama show that's on CW. Well, what fucking happens is, is that these fuckers on DC do all these crossover episodes where they get other dudes from other DC shows to come in. What's DC? Detective Comics. There's Marvel Comics. Oh, wow. and there's DC Comics. So there's other shows. So they make these fuckers come in and do an episode. Oh, help me defeat the villain. The crossover. So, so now I'm wrapped into all these crossovers. So now I got to watch all these fucking other shows too. So I pretty much spent the whole month of December. Watching uh, Green Arrow. I think Sean watches that one too. Really good show. Um, I said The Flash is more like 90210. This is more like a soap opera. Like my wife's like, is this like a fucking soap opera? The Melrose Place. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. But it, it's got a lot of good action. And, and there's a crazy storyline, of course. And um, yeah, I, I fucking, uh, I watched 92 episodes since uh, the month you? of December. 92? Yeah. There's I, only 30 days in December, 31 days I in December. I fucking binge watch, yeah, like a maniac. Wow. Like, I've been nice. watching like I four or five a night. There's like eight. 
No, nah, so it's it's on the fifth season now. Episode nine is what's airing now. I just finished season four last night. Jesus. Okay. And it, there's like uh, I think there's like twenty three episodes a season. Twenty two is yeah. So standard. it's been fucking crazy. And then they cross over with Flash, which I've already watched. Legends of Tomorrow, Vixen, and Constantine. So I'm like in and out between all those other shows to figure right, out. Right, right, so right. So now I'm fucking wrapped up in this whole DC world. But Arrow's cool. It's got a lot of cr- cool shit. I know people that are wrapped up, man. I'm wrapped up. So, My wife's like, think I got a problem. Yeah, I know I'm, people I'm fucking that are wrapped. wrapped up and all the the Marvel shit on Netflix and all the DC mm-hmm. and uh, Q Unique. What up, Q? He's wrapped up in all that shit. Yeah, so. Once and once. You, DJ Once you're in, Prince, you're, you got to watch yeah. them all. You got to watch every single show to f- see the one episode that they're fucking in because mm-hmm. you need the whole know the whole storyline. Mm-hmm. But right yeah, on. so CW, the Arrow, Green Arrow, whatever it's called now. OG Sicko? or Sicko? My gimmick, um, going out on a limb because it's brand new and I don't know where it's going to go yet. But they just showed the first episode of that Tom Hardy, yeah, Taboo. It's called on FX. And like from the first second, I'm all in. Yeah, Gavin pits him over to me. Uh, like does this show? Like I, I, I don't. If it goes straight to shit from the first episode, I don't care. The first episode was so good. It's Who is a it? Period piece, right? It is not having it. I, I knew you were gonna say that. It's dark black magic voodoo. Fucking, I don't know where it's going, but. It's heavy as shit. I loved it. I was in from like the first scene, and Tom Hardy's one of the greatest actors of this or any other generation. So I'm all about it. If it turns out to be utter shit and just goes down the toilet, I don't even care. I'm What's it called? Taboo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that show. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. Oh, you have to DVR it though, because FX kills you with co- like literally every three minutes. It's there's like three minutes of show, mm. ten minutes of commercials. Jeez, it's ridiculous, but it's worth it. Uh, my recommended was Taboo as well. Oh, yeah. I, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What's that guy said? Yeah. All deep in it. It's only one episode so far. You watched it already? I did. Uh, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna like start texting you about it, but I figured we'd wait till we did this. <clears throat> Tom Sorry, Hardy is the is the king of heavy one liners. What uh, is he absolutely. what is what is he? Who is he? What has he been in? What does he do? We he go through this Bronson. every episode. Okay. He was Bane in the Batman movie. All right. Did you you didn't watch you didn't King watch of Blinders? No. No. He's a he's a British actor. He played the craze. He did, played both yeah, craze. Craze. Nah. If you watched any of these things, you would love it. Yeah. Stop it. All right, then don't. I won't. Oh, fuck him. Let's well, go get pretzels. Fuck this show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode forty-seven of the Sorry, Broad I Street Breakdown. We appreciate y'all listening. <laughs> Broadstreetbreakdown.com. YouTube. Uh, YouTube, Vinny Paz presents the Broad Street oh. Breakdown. The Twitter is at BSB Radio One. Mm-hmm. And one more thing, we're also um, we're also now on the on the Roku. So um, we're hosted on Blueberry. So Blueberry has an app on the Roku now. So if you're streaming stuff on off your TV, you can go to the Blueberry app. And we are now listening to the directory. You can watch. You can listen to probably the last ten or fifteen episodes. I think is all they have on there. But we're now on the Blueberry app on the Roku. I don't know Stream what any of those words meant, but it sounds all right <coughs> by me. All right, we'll see y'all next time. BroadStreetBreakdown.com. Peace. 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 Bye, bye.